Hello and welcome back to The Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about ending friendships. I'm your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me is Chase Kinnicky and Johnny Amazich. Welcome to Game of the Year, boys. Your former friends. We're here. We made it. We, we did it. Sure. Yep. We made it all right. This was <laughs> last year kind of it. Like this was the, the swan song episode and then we resurrected like a phoenix and came back um, worse than ever. Yeah. Phoenix are like a, a swamp creature that you think you <laughs> killed. We came back like Sweet D in the bathroom when she becomes an ostrich. It's like a, it's like a phoenix except it's like more like a turkey. <laughs> like a turkey hey, rising from the ashes. A turkey was going to be the national bird if, if Ben Franklin had his way. I don't way. see why so. it wasn't. Hey, this is Ben Franklin. Never wrong. My absolute also never a president. Cancel culture, canceled, <laughs> and that's game of the year, folks. Welcome. Uh, uh, hey, this is easily my favorite time of the year when it comes. To, I think yeah. this is what we do the podcast for. Yeah, absolutely to argue. And yeah. uh, you stuck with us at our our worst. Now, now you're gonna stick with us at our worst. Also worst. Also worst. <laughs> uh, we are gonna break this episode up a few different ways. We're not quite sure, depending on how things go today. Typically, in casual hour fashion, we're gonna go past the hour. But what we normally do is a deliberation of sorts, where we break down a few of our more fun categories, and then we will come together near the end of that and present you our individual top ten list. And in doing so, we will we have some really good science and math. Oh yeah, algorithms. And so we do the math. Chase becomes upset. That's how it works. He yeah. curses the system that he People creates. People, yes. I, I build a flawless system. <laughs> the system then comes back to bite me, and I get angry for the rest of the day. Fair. And I think it's gonna it's gonna happen again this year. I don't think so. I really don't. I mm, think that might. Mm, we'll could. see. All right. Uh, but anyway, we'll have our, our individual top 10 and then our cumulative casual hour top 10 that we'll put together based off of those numbers. And uh, buckle up, folks. It's going to be a lot of talking about video games and a lot of emotions. Let's get started. First category that we have for the casual hour game of the year 2019 is the best non-2019 game you played for the first time in 2019. I love starting off... Our best of 2019 with games that didn't come out in 2019. It's it's maybe it's honestly one of my favorite things. It's really good though, like because we we talk about this. We talked about it last week. We are so bogged down. We've got work, kids, all this other shit that ultimately you don't get through everything that you want to. Mm -hmm. Also, there are other larger publications that have a similar category, or at least have in the past. Yes, we are continuing to copy other other places. Listen, we're we are <laughs> correspondents. Chase. But yeah, I, I like this category because there there are games that we learn about late, and yeah. we get back to them and and play those games and go shit. Those games are good, and it's it's our way of making up for totally. not having those in previous years or when we weren't even around. Yeah. Um, so I, I like this category just to get other games talked about that we don't normally talk about. And again, this is not like a 2018 game. It can be legitimately any game that just didn't come out in 2019 yeah. that you played for or, the first time. Or, or in Johnny's case, a game that we always talk about, but we're going to talk about it again. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so Bobby, what was your best uh, non-2019 game that you played first in 2019? Moonlighter. This is, is that the one with the, the dungeon crawling one? Dungeon crawling, but you're selling stuff. You're a shopkeeper. Yeah. And so the whole thing is you go out to the dungeons to collect things to sell in your shop. Did that, did that get ported to Switch this year or was that also It was also year? last year. Okay. So it's on Switch. Uh, this is available, uh, I believe still as a Game Pass game. And it was on PlayStation as well. It's got a really awesome top-down, uh, like kind of a chunky pixel style to it. Mm -hmm. It's got a rockin' soundtrack. 
It goes on sale a decent amount too. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on the eShop and considered pulling the trigger and it's, just haven't never have. It's a very challenging game. The mm-hmm. dungeons progress; they get harder. It is uh, a run-based game, so you basically have four or five different types of dungeons you go into. But you're not going into these dungeons to kill monsters, right? Because you're you're there to get the pieces you are killing to build. monsters. There's a full fucking boss fight in each one. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's crazy. And the entire time that you're doing this, you can go and either sell shit or use some of those materials to craft new things. So you get this really weird paradox of. Man, I really want that like level four spear or sword or whatever, but I could also make quite a bit of money off this. And uh, there's certain slots. So basically, if you die, you lose all the shit you collected. But there's certain things that you can put in your top area that no matter what happens to you, mm. you can carry those back out with you. And then sometimes the, the inventory management in that is phenomenal because you'll you'll get things that are cursed. <laughs> Just a sentence that <laughs> yeah I wasn't <laughs> expecting to hear. Well, no. So here's what's crazy. Game. So like you'll pick Love up. And, oh, hey, wait till we get to Death Stranding. Yeah, right? the inventory <laughs> management. No, but like this is pretty cool. So like if you have, if I pick this one thing, it might be worth quite a bit. But it's mm-hmm. like, hey, whatever item is to the left of this item will be destroyed when you leave. Oh right, it does have that kind of weird yeah. But then it can also it. do yeah, something yeah. like, hey, okay. Whatever is adjacent to this, as soon as you put it in there, it's immediately going to send that item back to your shop. And you can move all those things around. So Absolutely. You, you, because you have something that says the thing to the left of this thing is going to be destroyed, right. you put it all the way to the left of your inventory. And you can and leave stuff in chests. So like if I know that like I've got my map and you can kind of see what you've progressed, I'd be like, okay, I know I had that item back there. I just got this here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back and pick that up now and then send this back so I have that. Do you also get uh, some situations where like you'll get more or less trash in your backpack that you can't get rid of. Well, I'm thinking about like a strategy kind of thing of, oh, uh, like Slay the Spire has this, where you'll sometimes get cards that are cursed in your yeah. in your hand, and you can use other cards that will discard cards, yep. and you can pick that card to discard. So it's a way of, even though discarding a card is usually a bad thing, yep. this is a way that you can use it to your advantage. Is there anything like that? Yeah, so you actually get cursed items, and then you can get one that's like, hey, uh, whatever item is next to this will become like blessed or whatever. And so you can actually get smart and, and do that stuff and move it around there. It's it's really, really good. I played this game so much. Uh, it was one of those games that's like, okay, one more run, one more run, one more run. And the way that you guys talked about games like uh, Dead Cells or uh, I think you played a little bit of Hollow Knight, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those games where I, I didn't quite connect to the level that you did. Mm-hmm. Like Moonlighter was that for me. It was nice. like that was my, my run based game. So I, I would really like to give that a shot sometime. It, it probably needs to go on a deeper sale than it's been on before to make me pull that trigger, but uh, that game seems really cool. It's, it's awesome. I, I downloaded it and played it. It's very, very good. Johnny, why don't you tell us about a game that we've been playing for years? <laughs> um, but I never have played. I'm shocked enough. by this. So am I. Um, I played this before you. That's <laughs> that's wild. That is technically true. Uh, Pokemon Fire Red. Mm. Uh, I played for the very first time. So you played Leaf Green before is what you're saying? No. <laughs> uh, I played Emerald a few, like several years back on sure. an emulator okay. on a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, You're going to admit that? I think the cops are coming. I hear sirens. Yeah, yeah. busted. Was, uh, it's all on the up and up. Fair use, fair use. Um, <laughs> if I could put this game on my top 10 of 2019, I would because it's that good. It's, it's still probably my favorite Pokemon game. Yeah. I, I just think from the mix of you're in Kanto, so you, you're in Kanto, you've got all those familiar visuals. Pokemon. 
updated um, visuals. You get running shoes now mm-hmm. to yep. make you faster. Yeah. Uh, the Sevi Islands at the end, so there actually is some kind of more end game stuff to it. Yeah. You get the held items that you've had in. in and they brought Pokemon in other game generation game. Pokemon near the end of that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark, dark and steel types are in that game still. It's good. Yeah. It's, I, I haven't made it to the end of that game, mm-hmm. but oh, this was good. the year of me buying a modded GBA uh, and just. <laughs> Playing it's a beautiful thing. Pokemon ROM hacks and uh, buying a flash cart that let me have a single cartridge with basic. Like, Did um, you play it differently than you like? Obviously, I started with Charmander, which I would always pick Squirtle. Yeah. In my old game, um, did I, you try to have different Pokemon in your in mm-hmm. your crew the entire yep. time? And and even that, like picking Charmander, is is no longer the a death sentence. Because that's what I did when I first played the original Pokemon was was pick Charmander, and then it was just grinding up a Butterfree yeah. enough to to where I could actually uh-huh. use it. Um, but in this game, like you can pretty quickly get uh, Nidoran um, yep. off of, and that's off, what I did. I and, got a Nidoran. And he's got double kick. Yep, he's so much better. Yeah, he did, he uh, just punishes people in that yeah. game. I mean, Nidoran, that's that's the way you speed run. Yeah, these Nidoran games King is, is OP as fuck in yep. that game. Stuff. Uh, and uh, I also got a Pikachu in the Viridian Forest. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's, it's a really good game. It's very special. I would love it if they would bring these games to, uh, I was going to say like 3DS or, or I mean, it needs, to be, it needs to be brought to Switch for sure. Yeah. I mean, we already kind of have it in Let's Go or we go back to Kanto, but it's not the this, same. this is one of these GBA games because we've, we've gotten Gold, Silver, Crystal, uh, Red, Blue, Yellow on the 3DS eShop. These games are so good. I would love to see them show up somewhere else. Yeah. Um, Cool. Any anything else you want to say about Fire Red? I mean, it's it's all been said. That's before. all I to say about it. It's that. an excellent game. So good. Uh, well, for me, also somewhat familiar, although not a game I've really talked about before. I, I guess I've talked about it on the sure, podcast when we when we when I actually was playing it in 2019. Um, there were some other options that I really considered here, like Slay the Spire, which technically came out this year. It just feels really bad to me to say it's like it's one of early my... access doesn't count. I know, but because that was yeah. what that was PC for yeah, most it was, of twenty eighteen, right? Early access, and then this year Full I think release. the official was release it, was, was that January that it came out. I think so. It was maybe it was early. Yeah, it was, it was really early, early this year. Um, so I'm I'm going to tell you right now, Slay the Spire is not in my personal top ten this year because I just feel weird Damn. about putting it. In Damn, there. I'll see myself out. I thought I had that pegged. It's, I love that game. I love that game so much. It's probably my game of the year, but I, I, I in think my that mind, if you were gonna, if you wanted to make a quick adjustment before we get to it, I would allow it. I'm, Johnny, it's already in my top list. So. There it is. I'm, I'm not allowing it though. Like it's, oh. it hurts me to say I'm just not allowing it. Um, it's same with Oberdin. Like that game yeah. actually did come out. That one, I would years. say, yeah, yes. Like that was a Switch port. It officially but, released. Yeah. yeah. last year. Um, so what actually ends up being my best non 2019 game, 2019 game I played for the first time in 2019. Love that category name. Uh, Fire Emblem, the Sacred Stones. Hell yeah. Hey, I like Fire Emblem. <laughs> yes. Um, I do too. This it's, it's a great game. It's one of the easier Fire Emblem games that still has all the permadeath. In what it. was that out on originally? Game Boy Advance. PBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I played it on the ambassador program. That's right. Version That's right. For the 3DS. And I remember I played this a long time ago, but like played like one mission when it first came out on the Ambassador program. And I was like, what's this? It's not Advanced Wars. This is stupid. 
Uh, <laughs> and then I think somebody died, and I went, this is really stupid. I don't want to play this game. Right. Uh, but coming back to it this year with some more Fire Emblem knowledge, had coming off of something like Three Houses and, and all the other Fire Emblem you're games older, that I've played. You're wiser. I, yes, and I've learned to absolutely love Fire Emblem. And I thought, this is one that I've, I need to go back and play. And I, I'm just having a really good time with it. I, I think that it's, it's pretty well balanced. It's, it's still on the easier side than, than some of those other more classic Fire Emblem games, but I really like a lot of what it's doing. And, uh, and it's fun. It's nice to play on the 3DS. It looks crisp. It looks, uh, it's got some it's really awesome. killer animations like all those other GBA Fire Emblem sure. games. Um, I mean, I know they want to remake some more Fire Emblems. This wouldn't be a bad choice. Bring it on. But, yeah. That's awesome, man. Any other final thoughts on Fire Emblem? It's, it's good. It's my favorite franchise ever. It's and I think it's a, it's a good I one. I think this is a solid pick in it. So as we talk about the games that we, we played for the first time, it's also important, I think, to talk about the games that uh, we maybe didn't get a chance to play but wanted to that we'll talk about this time next year, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, if, we do, the, if Probably, we do this right. Yeah. Um, so this is our backlog game of the year, uh, a 2019 game that you didn't get a chance to play but wanted to. And we each brought one to the table. Um, I, I picked Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's a very good game. And, you know, this was something that, for me, it's kind of a big deal because I walked away from that franchise a few years back, and I was like, you know what, I'm done with it, I don't care about this anymore. As, as you had every right to do, because mm-hmm. it is... Uh, sure. It's gone through some peaks and valleys. 100%. Uh, recently. But this year, when I saw what they were doing with it, and they were essentially, like, revisiting or rebooting the Modern Warfare series, this was a very important game at the beginning of the decade for me, and really enjoying uh, my time with that. I had some really fond memories with it. And I was like, I don't know. And then I heard that this is actually a pretty solid story and that the multiplayer stuff feels pretty good and there's some good quality of life stuff. I, I've been watching it. It's about $10 too much that I want to spend right now. I was hoping to get to that $30 mark. I'm not, I think it's 40 bucks right now on Xbox. That's, that's probably the most Activision will discount it. Yeah, I don't see I it getting much lower so until thought about, another Call of Duty game comes yeah, out. Yeah. Even then, like they... I thought about pulling the trigger on it, but I just didn't want to do that right now. Like... The, the campaign is really what I wanted to experience for, for this particular episode because I don't think that I'll spend a lot of time uh, in the PvP stuff as much as I, I used to be able to. So it looks solid. I hear nothing but good things about it. I mean, you can always just hit up Family Video. Yeah. Rent uh, from them. They're gone. Oh. Family Video closed in St. Louis and then Redbox is pulling all their video games. So uh, maybe a Gamefly or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I won't have a chance to rent it locally anymore. Maybe it'll be on Game Pass. They don't have any of their games on there. No. Doubtful. Activision <laughs> likes their money, Chase. Yes, yes they do. Bobby well, Kodak needs another yacht, because I assume he already has one. Oh, of course he does. He probably already has two. Johnny, what about you? <clears throat> all right. Here, hang on. Let me uh, get yep. ready to say this. Got to say it all. It's mouthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Quest XI S, mm-hmm. Echoes of an Elusive Age, mm-hmm. Definitive Edition Perfect. for the Nintendo Nailed Switch. Uh, so Dragon Quest XI was a game that I put... I mean, not an insignificant amount of time into in 2018. Ten hours well, more. Insignificance a very relative term. In relative Dragon to Quest how time. long that game is, <laughs> but I probably put between 20 to 30 hours into it. Cool. Um, and as soon as I learned there was a Switch port and it would be adding the symphonic soundtrack as yeah. opposed to the MIDI soundtrack. That's always a weird thing. Like the and it's the, the composer. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of an asshole and's got something in his contract about it. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. he's he's not great. Um, <laughs> And uh, has uh, the 2D mode, which also allows you to go back and visit the world yeah, of the it, last. Like that was in the 3DS version that we never got. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So this is really just the complete version of that game. And the definitive edition is yeah, what Yeah, exactly. Say. And I, I actually I fired the demo up last night, and it looks good. Um, I think that Does the, it play pretty good? Yeah, I mean, I, I spent like 20 minutes with it in the very beginning of the it, game. It's a turn-based RPG. Yeah. The feel of it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and the <laughs> I mean, the art style is like complements itself well. I mean, well we talked about how well that game looked on PlayStation. Yeah, totally. it was a really good looking game. So I just didn't know how that translated. No, I mean, over. it looks good. Cool. I mean, it's it's you know they it's not going to look as sharp as it does on a PlayStation Four or Xbox. Sure, or but that game is Xbox. still so stylistic in its, right. in yes. its art that it probably translates yeah that stuff really all comes well. apart. Uh, or you just comes across really and go it's down cool to be able to just bring it with you. Yeah, course. and then you go down to the pixels, and then the pixels look great. The pixel. <laughs> Terrific p- pixels. I so I did play all of Dragon Quest XI, Echoes and Elusive Age, not S, not Definitive Edition, on the PS4. You really missed out, um, and I I love that game a lot. And I, but man, I put a lot of time into that game. Yeah, and I I still don't think I'm ready to jump back in. I mean that that's like over 120 hours, right? Uh, I think I was more around the 80 mark, but there's a lot still, more that you can do after yeah. that, where I could have spent a lot more time. Um. Yeah, I feel like someday I'll probably get to the Switch version. Because yeah. I really would like to play the 2D pixel stuff. Totally. Um, I think that's how I would play it. Yeah. Man. Any other thoughts on good. Dragon Quest? No. Chase? Uh, mine's Indivisible. Like This is a game that I was waiting for to come out to Switch that yep. said it was coming out to Switch in 2019. We still have some days before that is, Man, becomes I'm surprised not you true. Did not- just double dip on that one. I really considered cracking and, and getting the PS4 version, yeah. but I just I just couldn't allow myself to do it, I guess. That I, game I, looks really cool. It looks so good. It I looks bet, really good. I bet that would make my top 10. I bet it would be high on my top 10 list if I actually played it. Because uh, it's kind of got that Paper Mario style yeah. where it's that active... It's not active time battle, which I hate. Right. Uh, but it's a turn-based RPG, but there is some timing stuff when sure. it comes to attacks and defending... The, the art style is great. It's done by the Skullgirls developer, so it's all super clean. It kind of looks flash a little bit. Oh, yeah. But it looks, oh, like, so it cool. looks really... I, I actually watched... Um, two nights ago, I, I was starting to watch them, like, first 15 minutes of the game and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm like, man, this is a really cool-looking game. It seems like it's got a lot of really fun characters. I've, I've totally. heard people say it's, it's genuinely funny dialogue. Yep. I'm just... Still waiting for that Switch version, which hopefully comes out in 20, 2020 soon, but... Still says TBD on Nintendo's website. And I don't think it's an sad. overly long game either. I think it's pretty, pretty doable. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for an RPG, I think it's yeah. pretty short generally. Yeah. Cool. Man. So then that brings us uh, to the last category of this opening segment, which would be game we wanted from 2019 that we didn't get. So these are games that were announced to be released in the 2019, uh, Indivisible, as Chase has just been talking about, something that we were waiting for based off of where we wanted to play it. Um, so it's been. This is always a, a sore one, right? Yeah. Well, I think yours is the most upsetting because Johnny I know, and I will get our I games know eventually. Mine's coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Totally. Yours, maybe not. Probably not. Probably not. Or definitely not. Maybe <laughs> Take if you pick. write enough emails to Gabe Newell, <laughs> he's got a lot in his inbox these he's days. He's going to show up with one of his katanas at your house. So here's the thing. I like Firewatch a whole lot. Mm. Uh, Kayla really? Santo, whenever they were... Uh, Johnny is shocked by this news. Shocked. It's a hot take, guys. Uh, they were acquired by Valve. 
most of the people who are working on the follow-up to Firewatch, which is In the Valley of the Gods, had something in their, their Twitter bios about that. This game was, that said 2019. They had that really pretty trailer. Not a whole lot else after that trailer. No more updates yeah, on it. very quiet. There, uh, and now we know why. And now we know why. Long story short, they've all been acquired by Valve. Uh, there was a statement they put out basically saying, like, hey, we're working on other stuff. Half-Life Alex to be the big one right now. Yeah, they're working on the future of VR. Correct. Now, those guys, I believe in their talent. I think Valve is lucky to have them. Uh, but I am, nonetheless, very disappointed because that game looked awesome. The setting looked really cool. And, uh, yeah, it's a game that I wanted in 2019, but it's a game that I might not ever get to play. Yeah, I mean, the I think the official word is that they're saying we're just not working on it right it's now. It's on hold. Yeah. An uh, indefinite hold. So that's what, disappointing. Was it the lead creative director originally said that this is something I hope to get back to someday? Yeah. I, I didn't read. They kept it pretty it. vague, like not making any promises. And I know Valve has talked about its kind of open culture where people just work on the things they want to work on. Yep. And so, nothing ever gets released. <laughs> right. Uh, they have, except for Dota they have patches. Portal three through six <laughs> in the archives. They just are not going to release them. Artifact trailers. Oh, <laughs> like lots of, uh, Valve's doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> just not necessarily the things we, we specifically want. Yeah, they're, they're, Gabe Newell is like Scrooge McDuck just swimming in his pile of cash and, and knives. <laughs> yeah. So who's worse? Is it, is it Gabe worse or is Todd Howard worse? Jeremy? I don't think that Gabe's a bad person. <laughs> I yeah I like I like Todd the Howard idea. Is, I like the idea of Gabe. Todd is not deceptive. He's a little snake. So why don't you tell me what Todd did to you? Snake Howard. Like where to begin? <laughs> um, this is where the podcast goes no, off rails. Todd, 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 have, Todd is not a head of Bethesda where yeah. he gets to make decisions like delaying Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah, and if if Doom Eternal has got pushed back, you know, so they can make the game better overall, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um... But I was really looking forward to this game, and it got pushed back to a time when it comes out that I am not sure I will be able to buy it when it comes out because there are other games like Final Fantasy VII Remake and mm. Cyberpunk 2077 that I'm looking mm. forward to more. I think Doom um, is going to be overlooked quite a bit. I really? I don't I think do. so. It's a, it's a sequel Shit. to a game that a ton of people liked. Yeah. And yeah, it's coming out in a stack of time, but right. I think it'll I do think fine. I'll, there's a lot of people who like Doom. I, I think yeah. it'll do fine. That, I mean, that, that the 2016 entry was such a surprise. Um, yeah, like it completely like you took this this franchise that a lot of people had probably written off, and it was thought of more of as like a legacy thing. You know, this is just something that we owe first person shooters sure. as they are now, and for it to come out swing in the way it did uh, and be as good as it is, like I think I think it'll do fine. It's just is coming out in a very busy time of yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chase. Yeah, I mean, Indivisible probably deserves to be on this list, but it did technically come out in 2019. Right, so just not, just not where, to you the, wanted. where I wanted. Sure. Uh, so instead, I will say Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, which For is sure. the full Kentucky Route Zero experience. Current, so it's a, it's a five-chapter game. Currently, four of those chapters are out. Okay. Uh, and I, techni- PC, right? I technically own them, yeah, on PC. Yeah. Um, I've played through the first two chapters, I think, but and that it's was a very long good, time right? ago. It's very cool. It's very atmospheric. Uh, it has a lot of really extremely gorgeous visuals. Um, but I, I put it down. I was like, I don't want to play this until the whole thing's out. And Fair. then hearing that it's getting a TV edition that's going to come to consoles, including the Switch. 
Um, that's that's one that I'm like that's that's what I got to play. And we it haven't is, heard a whole lot, right? It, we haven't heard much at all. Uh, and this is a game that I kickstarted or something. Like I I have a newsletter that I get from Cardboard Computer uh, every few months or so. It still has been even quiet on that front. Um, but this game was slated for 2019 and hasn't come out. <laughs> so but technically, I, we got some time. We have sixteen days. We've got some days. It could come out, but I, when that that last Nintendo Indie World, uh, yeah. came out, I thought this is the time. This is yep. where you say Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. It's out, out today. Because yeah. have, have they announced it on any other like directs or anything? No. Yeah, just been crickets. It, it's well, I don't think they have. Well, no, they they did one, right? Maybe. Yeah. Back, back when they did, they might have uh, announced it because uh, no more heroes. The, I thought that they announced it there too. Yeah, I, I could be wrong though. Anyway, I know it's been coming out. It says it's going to come out. It's on Nintendo's site where it says, "Yeah, TBD." Well, it's coming though. Yeah. So I, I really hope that game comes out in 2019. I hear so many amazing things about Kentucky Route Zero from the people who played it, and even just the little experience I had. Sure. I I need to play that game, and I want to play it on the Switch. All right. Well, hopefully we get that opportunity because that's something that I'm very curious about as well. Yeah. Johnny, why don't you read our next category? Uh, I don't want Bobby to have to read off every category yeah, for us. Let's, let's keep his talking to a minimum. <laughs> Aren't uh, you supposed to be muted? Damn it. You're the one who's got uh, control of the mics. Our next category, <laughs> uh, best surprise game, which means the game that exceeded our expectations the most. Um, would you like me to run down Please do. the list of games yeah, here? Let's do it. All right. So... We have Tetris 99, Luigi's Mansion 3, Apex Legends, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Star Wars Jedi, colon, Fallen Order, nice. Death Stranding, Remnant from the Ashes, and Cadence of Hyrule. So right off the bat, I, I think, Bobby, you wrote Apex Legends. I would like you to tell me why you think that game was a surprise to you that game was a surprise for a lot of reasons that okay. that legitimately had a teaser trailer and drop the next day from respawn and it's really good it's really really good it's the it's the first time that so let me break this down in a few different ways like let's just talk about the way that they introduced this game and they had something they basically brought out a few uh influencers out to california they got to mm-hmm. play this game for about a week a few cryptic things came out from people that had quite a Twitch following. They did this weird like uh, te- teaser thing, and then like that night there was some Twitter stuff like, "Hey, Respawn's dropping a a Titanfall Battle Royale game tomorrow mm. without and Titans, without right. Titans, and also no Titanfall three announcement." But you had like this peak like peak <laughs> excitement. Then the game gets dropped, and everybody's like losing their mind on it. So I think that this the the way that they did that, like that was a pretty big move. Sure. I see. I, I would. I would disagree a little bit. Just with the the spirit of the category is which game exceeded your expectations the most. Sure. Whereas just saying, hey, the game's out in a week. Oh, I, is I'm definitely not done a surprise. Yet. I, I know think, you're not. Done. I think hearing what it was. Yes. That and it's when you said it came without Titans that I think. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember that week. I was of, ready to write it off. Respawn's making a new game. Oh shit! Yep. It's crazy. It's gonna come out next week. And then you heard it's not Titanfall three. Sure. Uh, and then you heard it's, Titanfall it's in the Titanfall universe. It just doesn't have Titans in it. You're like, what? Then what the fuck are you even right. doing? Because I went to thinking that you were going to be in a mech-based battle royale, which sure. I was all in on. So then I play the game, and it's got a level of. Finesse. And you're not a battle royale. I guy. don't like. I don't like them. Yeah. I've tried PUBG. Uh, I, I played 
uh, a little bit of the... Bobby, you watch Ninja Archives to go to sleep at night. Don't lie I to do, me. I do. But no, this game came out. It had uh, a really cool style. I appreciate the universe they were in. The characters game, are all... The characters are awesome. It introduced, in my opinion, this generation's like most unique feature, which is the ping system. Like the non like the non-verbal communication in that game to be playing with strangers to do something as like strategic as a, a BR game is, I think is really well done. Um, it just it exceeded my expectations. Now it's not one that I've stuck with. Um, it's a game that I could like legitimately pick up right now and have a good time with, though. Mm -hmm. I know it comes much later, but in our best new character. Uh, were there any Apex Legends characters that... You know, I didn't put any in there. I probably should, though. I, might, right. I um, might add a few. Yeah, why don't you do that while we continue yeah. talking about other things. Um, all right, so I think like th this is the first category where we have to make a decision. We have to cut it down Does to Pokemon one. Does Pokemon belong in here? No, but not for us anyway. Like, the three of us knew that game was going to be good. It was going mm -hmm. to be Pokemon, and guess what? It was Pokemon, and, and it, it was, was good. good. Um, I think the surprise comes in how much shit it was taking for the, the Dexit bullshit. And Is it really that surprising, though, Chase? Uh, well, it's not surprising that maybe, people Maybe the level of vitriol. <laughs> but I we think, knew. We knew. Yeah, we had the I think for our purposes, for our podcast, we can say, no, it wasn't a surprise. But I think it's it's worth talking about in the sense that there were so many people out there, still still a minority, but a very vocal minority, Yeah, like, this game's going to suck, and then now they're all fucking playing it. Yep. Oh, I got this game as a gift. I guess I'll play it, yeah. you know. So I, I'm I'm fine with cutting it, but also, fuck those people. Pokemon's still good. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, what what else do we feel like I, is weak here? Um, like Luigi's Mansion. I those games have been pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I I've and I I haven't played enough of that game honestly to have a super strong opinion about mm -hmm. it. Um. I wish that I had spent more time with it. I think for me, the only thing that would be surprising is, is like those games have been serviceable. Like they've been good. I mean, shit, that was a launch title for GameCube when it first came out. Yeah. You didn't have Mario, you had Luigi. In this particular case, the amount of polish and just overall, like it feels like a, a very intentional, like this is a big deal, which I know it is. People like, are definitely talking about it more than they talked yeah, about the previous games. Absolutely. Yeah, and nice. it could be based off the year that we're having, or it could be just because this game is actually... And really it good. could and it could be that it's hey this is the one that's on the Switch yeah I mean like we've we went from GameCube to 3DS to a 3DS re uh, port of the GameCube one and now this one's on Switch where everybody wants to play it yeah um, okay I, I'm fine with leaving that on you know what I'm gonna cut Tetris 99 I, I believe I put that on there and part of it is it was out today the the yeah. when they announced it that's and part also, of the surprise hey, it's really good it's really good but, but it's tetris are... <laughs> so like yeah. tetris is always good but i kind of comes into the apex legends thing that you're sure. talking about of i don't like battle royale games in fact i haven't played any of them i i just don't care about that kind of game but when tetris 99 comes out and says yeah we're kind of a battle royale game except it's tetris I'm like, okay i'll give this that's a interesting shot. and yeah. it ended up being really really cool I just, you know, it's it's surprising that it's a thing that actually works, but I don't think it's a surprise that Tetris is good. Yeah. So I'm fair. I'm fine cutting it because I think there are better options on this list. Okay. Um. Oh, are we are we cutting or are we just doing the strike throughs? We, we, it probably, strike throughs probably makes more sense. Okay. Sorry. Um. That we just kind of keep keep yeah, track yeah. a little better. Uh. Let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. 
that was a game I was actually kind of down on after E3. Because of the trailer. The trailer, yeah. yeah. Well, also, we're kind of, take a step back, we're down on that because the last Star Wars game that we got, yeah. Battlefront 2. It hasn't been a good bad. generation for Star there Wars games. There hasn't, EA with Star Wars, bad. Yeah. I'll My, say, like, there really hasn't been anything, I, I can go back, I, maybe I'll give you the first Force Unleashed game as, like, a serviceable Star Wars game, but there just hasn't been a lot yeah. in, a, in a long time. Yeah. Like, um, on, on, like... I'm not talking about the Old Republic. I'm not talking about like some of the mobile games. I'm talking about like console games that mm-hmm. we have. Yeah, and, and this is another respawn game. So, like on one hand, you're like, "Oh, respawn's it's making respawn. it, so it'll be good." But sure. also, on the other hand, they make first-person shooters. Right. right. Even Apex Legends is a different kind of game, but it's also a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Right. This is not. This is no. a Dark Souls-style third-person action game, and it didn't have the strongest showing. Like whenever they showed that trailer off. bored the shit out. Uh-huh. Oh, it was a terrible trailer. Yeah, and I thought I thought the main character looked stupid. We just don't like that actor either. Uh, yeah, I don't. Cameron. I mean, I don't know if I've seen is. that actor in anything else, but I just did not like the way he looked or sounded. Yeah, fair. And um, you know, I I was very skeptical, but it was Respawn, and they made Titanfall, which is one of my favorite series of mm-hmm. this generation. Um, and so they had my. They had my support, sure. regardless. I, and I think that that's a good point, though, because I do feel that anybody I talk to to try and rally up, like, didn't that trailer look dumb? Like, I, I wanted people to, like, sympathize with me on that. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, yeah, but it's Respawn, man. Like, it's Respawn. It's, Star Wars. It's, yeah, How can you go wrong? Right. Like, it's EA. How can uh, you yeah. go right? Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that there was people who, who were quick to write it off based off that trailer, but there was people who were like, hey, this is going to be a good game because it's, it's these things. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not I'm not here to kill people's darlings, but we have two respawn games here, so I think it's I a think Star easier Wars comparison. Goes. Like which okay, Bobby thinks that Apex is more surprising than Star Wars? Yeah. I think that Apex disrupted a lot more than Star Wars did, and I think that for me, like I was going to play this game regardless. Right. I wasn't going to because seek you're, out because you're Bobby P's, the world's I'm, biggest Star Wars fan. Correct. But I wasn't seeking out a, a battle royale experience, especially a first person one. Um, that's fair it's just for me for to be skeptical and for to come out and me enjoy it as much as I did I think uh, that that's fair but, that's fair uh, Apex I think overall even though I played it for like a month like I still enjoy hearing about that game and yeah. what's new about it um, and you know anything that can but if you look at when they first <clears throat> announced this is a third person Star Wars game at the fall of the Empire, you are a Jedi on the run. I, I or at mean, the start of the Empire, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, we were all like, holy shit, that's great. And then we saw the trailer finally. We are like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm still going to buy it. But, but yeah. I think that, like, the excitement started off where it was at and maybe ended even a little bit higher after that journey Yeah, it went. came out and it was great. And you don't think Apex was the same? Uh, oh, new Titanfall. Oh, it's not Titanfall. Oh, it's still really good. Yeah. All that happened in the, like, that was like in a 48-hour sure, period. Sure, sure. So, like, for me, that I, I think that Apex is more of a disruptor than what Star Wars Jedi... I'm, I'm co- fine. Okay. I've got no skin in this game for either of them, so... so Strike it out. Yeah, Oop. that's fine. Remnant uh, from the Ashes, I have no fr- frame of reference Yeah, that, that can whatsoever. go... Like, this is I, the Shooter Souls? This is the Shooter <laughs> Souls. This one no, kinda, is that the one it is? Okay. Yeah, this came out uh, pretty abruptly as well. Uh, nothing like these other ones, but I think when it came out... Uh, it was a procedurally generated world that had very thought out character classes and it did a pretty good job with multiplayer and uh, RPG progression elements on it. I, I, I like this game because 
it's a it's a genre for me that I don't particularly care for too much. It can go. Like I'll say that right now, but I I want it to have its moment where we sure. just acknowledge that this game came out uh, from TH. Q Nordic, I believe, is who put this out. Okay. The people be- behind uh, Darksiders. Mm-hmm. And this is a new game for them. And it, it's it's still getting updated very regularly. It's got a, a pretty good base still. I think there's a lot of people actively playing it still. It's a, it's a fun game. It is available uh, Game Pass now, but it came out uh, around, I don't know. Can't remember exactly when it came out, but yeah. anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad it's getting talked about. I don't know if we talk about it on really any other category here. Maybe we do later. But it's a game that Johnny and I didn't play, so it's. I, I feel like it was yeah. going to be hard to to make this category work. All right, we're we're getting down. We've got the final four here, and I feel like there are a couple that I added that I could still probably cut. So let's let's just kind of re reset here. We have Apex Legends, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Death Stranding, and Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, I think Cadence probably is the next one we should talk about. Yeah, uh, that that's the winner for me. Really? Yeah, that's. Cause, but you already like Zelda. I mean, I know it's Zelda not made not made by Nintendo. Sure. Um, did you play Crypt? I did not. I didn't play Crypt either. I did. Um, but Crypt is. Did not... you play Cadence though, Johnny? I did. Okay. And I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, and I, I put I was the one who put Cadence down. It was really because I got surprised. Because I didn't think I was going to like that game. Uh, I there, I like I Zelda. Play, I didn't play Crypt because I didn't think I would like it. Sure. Because uh, I, I the uh, the roguelike elements all four the rhythm elements the rhythm that are elements. attached to it yeah that seemed very punishing to me to have to stay on the beat while trying to also navigate a roguelike. So it just wasn't something I played, and it was that fixed beat mode of Cadence where I came in and went, okay, I I think actually I can play this game in a way where I can still enjoy it, and then ended up having a pretty good time with it. Yeah. No, I think I, I look at this game in a way of, yeah, Zelda is something that's super special to me and always will be special. Mm-hmm. But I remember when they showed this at one of the indies. Or an Definitely indie. a surprise that it was a thing at all. Correct. Yeah. And like the, the way that this game came to be, how it was, it was like a pitch of DLC even. Mm-hmm. And like, no, let's make a game. But when I heard the music, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? Like... I think I'll play this game just because there's some elements of Zelda that I want to check out. And I got into it, and the way this game clicked for me this year, especially like this, I, I got the rhythm piece down. The part that kept me from wanting to do it, I actually really liked a lot in the game. And I found myself just like over the moon for what they did with it. Um, from a surprise standpoint, like I thought that it was going to be shoehorn Zelda but really just more of Cadence and the fact that this is actually like a Zelda first game, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it is Zelda first and foremost, and then the elements of Cadence came into it. Um, Honestly, I think it's a, it's a pretty good mix of both. But I think that like when you talk about, like, if you would have sat me down early last year mm-hmm. or this year and said, hey, there's going to be a rhythm-based Zelda game that comes out this year that's going to really blow your mind. Like, I'm like, what? Like, that's like the, when we talk about the dev studio game, where it's like, yeah. you pick the genres and put them together. And you if you told me that Nintendo was going to give the keys to one of its biggest franchises yes. yeah. to an indie developer to Correct. make another game, yeah. I'd go, you're out of your mind. Right. Yeah, they let Rare make some Donkey Kong games, yep. or they, they let uh, Retro make some Metroid games, but... Come on, they're not going to give Zelda to to somebody, it's, and they did, and it turned out to be yeah. really good. So for me, like that that stands out. Like if you put all the some of its parts in there, yeah, like 
But it, I mean, it also came from Crypt of the Necrodancer, which even though that's a game that I don't care about and don't love myself, it was really popular. Yep. People really sure. liked that game. And, and so I, the idea that the sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer, even if it's a Zelda spinoff, was good, shocking. <laughs> but for me, though, like, I didn't care about that game. Yeah. And you're, I think that's, right. a, that's an even bigger surprise for me. Is and that, this like, is the casual hours. That's true. A surprise uh, also true. I'm not saying let's cut it. In fact, I think we should talk about all four of these games at this point because we're we're low enough where I think they all should be talked about. So we've talked about Apex. We've talked about Cadence. Death Stranding. I mean, I think it has a seat here for sure. I, I went from... I am surprised how bad some of the things are in this game. <laughs> I'm surprised... But I'm also I, surprised at how good some of the things yeah. are in this game. I yeah. mean, I think that's like... If we can just recognize for a moment, not to put the spotlight on me too much here, uh -huh. but... Think about where we were at when I first started the show with you guys. Yeah. Think about where I'm at right now. Yeah. You and you're three you quit, steps away you, from getting a waifu pillow. You quit that game at maybe the best point, like where, like where you could have the highest opinion of that game. Yeah. Um, I finished that game, so I've kind of seen the ups and the downs yeah. and the downs. Yeah. Um, and Johnny has looked ahead and seen the downs. But I think like. <laughs> The, to, to what everybody's been saying here, but had a good time with the everybody. Of my time with it. was going to play this game because right. it's a Kojima game. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm I am honestly surprised at how well I took to the mechanics of the game and how I really felt like I felt the sense of accomplishment just from walking. Yeah, which yeah. is insane. I, I hate over encumbrance. I hate all yeah, that shit. Yeah, the, they should be given a huge amount of credit for taking things. That I absolutely despise in most games, but I guess when they're the only mechanics. Mm -hmm. uh, but as surprising as this game is, it's also hugely disappointing. And we'll get to that yeah. when we get to our most disappointing. Yeah. But it, it's such a mix that I... Right, and I, I would rather give this to something that was genuinely good enjoyed. all the way. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Uh, so I, this would be one I'd be okay with cutting. But man, there was some really good surprise stuff. Yeah, in, okay. in Death Stranding. There's some very cool. Moments. I think that, that we will have a lot more to talk about with that game. Is is this really just between Apex and Cadence? I think so. Because Fire Emblem. So what? I I put Fire Emblem, and it's because you were down on it. I was down on it. But then it you're came getting out, your, and you're getting hey, your, it's Fire Emblem. Yeah, I mean, they brought in, they brought back the the weapon degradation, which I've always hated. Uh, you're getting your persona in my Fire Emblem, which is good in yeah. in the Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE sense. Um, but I was worried that they were actually really messing with the Fire Emblem formula. Um, I thought the it looked bad just from a graphic standpoint, mm -hmm. uh, especially compared to Shadows of Valentia that came out before that had that gorgeous yeah. hand-painted style. There was a lot that I was down on. It came out, it ended up being... A very good Fire Emblem game. Yeah. Uh, and I think my more surprise is that you guys latched onto it yeah. more than I expected you to. Because sure. I've, hey, I've played and enjoyed you've multiple played, Fire Emblem you've games. You've played Fire Emblem games before in the past, yes. I've purchased you both Fire Emblem games yeah. in the past that have sat on your backlogs, <laughs> which I understand. I understand. I put a lot of time into... If it was on the Switch, I probably would have Into Shadows of Olympia? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I, like, for me, I thought that Fire Emblem 3 out... Like, I was excited about having it on the Switch. Yeah. I it think was, enough of you guys were excited about it. It was never going to be a non-purchase for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was in. I think it's fine to cut. We'll, we'll talk more about Fire Emblem later, I imagine. My, my, my money is behind Apex Legends, but if you two vote Cadence, I'm 
I won't fight you too hard. I've got I've got nothing against Apex. I just didn't play it, so I don't really have a care there. Cadence was genuinely surprising to me, but I think I think actually the the better story for this or the better I think Apex is probably more resonant to the category than Cadence is in this instance. Sure. Like I, I I'm I'm fine with either one of them. I, I... I will have plenty to talk about with with Cadence. I wish this. I liked Cadence more. Um, I I definitely played more Cadence than I did Apex. Sure, but I also played. A, I think I've played the most Apex out of any of us here. Um, if you played one minute of Apex, you've played more than I have. <laughs> yeah, I I played quite a bit. This is kind of fun because I I threw up Apex on the chopping block to begin with because I thought that was going to be an easy cut, and now yeah. it ends up winning the category. So that's interesting. Cool. Uh, so the casual hours best surprise game of 2019 is Apex Legends. I'm surprised by that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'd like to take this next category. Go for it. Because I think that because uh, you like disappointment. Uh, <laughs> I just you know I've I've had a lot of it this year. Yeah. Um, most disappointing in, in game. and out of games. <laughs> in and out of games, especially out of games <laughs> of 2019. And I remember this should be a game that least lived up to expectations. Not necessarily the worst game. Maybe right. both. Like it could it could Why be not both, both, but there are definitely times where uh, I'm thinking of something like Big Mother Truckers. Yeah, it is like nobody expected that game to be good. So the fact that it's trash is not is disappointing. A, uh, it can't disappoint you is if they hell on wheels. Sure, I don't fucking know. Okay, so this list is a lot bigger than the last one. So we're gonna get through. I'm gonna read through it here. Yeah, and then we're gonna do a quick fire of just. Getting rid of a few that we know can go. Sure. Uh, so, in no particular order, Borderlands 3, Little Town Hero, Ugh. Anthem, Overland, My Friend Pedro, Pokemon Masters, Death Stranding, Risk of Rain 2, Super Mario Maker 2, Steam World Quest, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Wargroove, Daemon X Machina. Close enough. I'll take it. Various Daylife, Rage 2, Days Gone. Crackdown 3, Astral Chain, Division 2, and what's this last one, Chase? Oninaki. Right. Oninaki. Okay. Uh, I don't think that Crackdown belongs in this list because... Crackdown who, 2 was so bad. Who is expecting great things from that? Uh, they spent um, a lot of time making that game, but I agree. They got Crackdown, pushed back so Crackdown much. I don't think Mario Maker belongs on this list because it's a good game. It is a good I, game. I just didn't play it as much as I did the first one. I think the disappointment comes from the post-release support. Uh, we've gotten and and we have a category talks about that talks about post release support for some games, so we can talk about it more there. So I'm probably okay with cutting it, but it was like I think I think based on the first game and all the new elements that we got afterward, it kind of sucked that that Mario Maker Two just came out and that was kind of it. Um, and we haven't seen a bunch of other extra stuff. Although just recently they added Link, mm-hmm. and Link yeah. apparently makes that game awesome. And really, some really yeah. cool stuff because he's got his bow and arrow, he's got bombs. Oh yeah, he's got his downward slash. Yeah, so you can do a lot of cool things. Neat. in the Mario universe, except you're playing as Link. Nice. But I, I probably agree with you, Johnny. It, it doesn't. Need also, to be. I as someone who thought Borderlands Two is bad, the fact that Three came out no, was well, also bad. Sorry, I think it has to stay. Really? Oh yeah. I I okay. I love Borderlands One. I enjoyed Borderlands Two. I hate Borderlands Three. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm with you in a sense because Gearbox has changed a lot <laughs> from yeah. Borderlands Two to Borderlands mm-hmm. Three. A lot of 
bad shit's been happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess for me, when you have no expectations, it's impossible to be disappointed. I'm I'm because I knew I wasn't going to play this game because I did not like Borderlands Two. Yeah. The humor, the writing was bad. It really was. And to hear, hey, this is just that, but cranked up to eleven. Yeah. Uh, I would say just from on the merits <clears throat> of the games themselves. I would probably keep it in this category, but yeah. what's really making me think it doesn't belong here is is you put in all the Randy Pitchford shit. You put in the Medieval Times mm-hmm. USB. You put in Battleborn. You put in Aliens Colonial Marines. Yep. You put in Duke Nukem Forever. They've had a lot of time you, between two and three coming out. Yeah, for people you get to the it's like, Gearbox so is kind of... You know trash. what? <laughs> You're saying that we should have known already that this was going to be a disappointment. Yes. In fact... I, I did know this was they, going to be a they, disappointment. They put this game I out. I said I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah. Somebody else convinced me All to right. buy it. I'm taking it off the list. It it's bad. not good, though. Let the record state. Borderlands 3, not good. I See, I might put Borderlands 3 in like a worst game category. Yeah. But maybe not a most disappointing. Yeah. I mean, um, they, they put I this game out because they tried doing other things and failed. Yeah. I don't think Division 2 belongs on this list. Probably not. Yeah, I had I had a good time with yeah, that game. Yeah, I, I have nothing... I, I just haven't heard much about it. Like, well, it feels like it came out and then it just has been here's silent. What I, here's what I think happened. It came out, I played it for a few they've, weeks. They've, and... they've put out quite a bit of content still. Okay. But I think that Ubisoft has... They, this game did not perform to their expectation. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> that's all of Ubisoft's games in 2019, correct. it seems. So I think that they are just, like, taking all their assets and putting all that into what's to come next, if I had to guess. Okay. Rather than, but that's weird because that's so against what they've been doing in the past. Like, but the, they're looking the, like um, look at Siege. Yeah, like yeah, Rainbow Six Siege. Like that game started badly <laughs> and then continues to just get better and better. For honor, if you look at the their player way. base though for Division Two compared to Siege, they're going to put their money over there. I think. Sure, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, when let's if we're talking about Ubisoft, let's talk about the other one, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, I, I was not. Yeah, that one. I, I wasn't big into it. I know that you guys have enjoyed Wildlands. I liked Wildlands. It was fine. It was whatever. Yeah, I played a touch of it. I think that like when I look at disappointment, but though, people like, like Wildlands, and people don't like Breakpoint. Yeah, and I think that that's what kind of bummed me out. Was like, mm-hmm. hey, I thought this was going to be a, a, a sequel to Wildlands, which it is billed as. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not. It sounds like they are going to turn it into a sequel to Wildlands, though. They're bringing back the yeah. the co op partners. It's yep. just. This is the one that they're weirdly putting their money into. They're like, we got to fix two. this. Because, like, Ghost Recon has a breath of, you know, respect from a lot of people. And I, I, yeah. I think that it can go, though. Okay. Well, yeah. We, there's so many other things okay. to cut here. Um, I think SteamWorld Quest can go. I really liked that yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. I, I put it on there because for me... It's not as good as other SteamWorld games that you have played. It's not as good as other SteamWorld games, and it's not as good as Slay the Spire. Sure. Like Slay the Spire came out and ate this game's lunch. Yeah. Yep. I haven't played Quest, so I can't say it's for good. Sure, but... It's it's good. It's not a bad game. It's, it's just, really not. It's just, it's it's just that Slay the Spire is exactly the same kind of game, it except came out. way better. It's like yeah. Dante's Peak, Inferno, and the, it's like both the, of those movies are bad. The, the Illusionist and the Prestige, you know, like, both of those movies are no, bad. The Prestige is fucking fantastic. That's <laughs> like the, Jurassic Park Two and Jurassic Park Three. Both of those movies are bad. Both of those movies are bad. I like uh, Lost World. I like Lost World. Uh, but right. what Take I'm saying though is, like, in, the, in a year where You've got two things doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. One of them is undoubtedly going to get its yeah. ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. And it happened to be SteamWorld. Uh, I'm going to cut Risk of Rain too as well. Uh, sure. Like that game is... Isn't it good? It's just... No. It is. It is It is good. It is good. It's, it's just it that it's different and it can feel weird. And there are some decisions that with the transition to 3D 
make it not as good as the first game. That first game's real. The first game is really good, though. And I think the core loop of this game is still really good as well. It's it's just that some of those Does it feel incomplete? It definitely feels incomplete to the point where it doesn't have a final boss fight. Okay. Uh, it feels incomplete to the that. point where it says, we're going to add classes later. Yeah. It feels incomplete to the it point where like it says, access. hey, remember the artifact system that was in the first game? It's coming soon. Why yeah. do they put it out? It's, I don't know. I don't know dude. The Switch is not a place for early access. No. And, and the fact that this game, like it. Like, it definitely feels That's early really access. really bizarre. It's, it's very bizarre. Crazy. I wouldn't say it's disappointing, though, because I think the game itself is still fun to That's play. That's fair. Still fun to be had. Let's still fun to be had. Cutting it off. Um, I was going to talk about Astral Chain. Okay. So I didn't play this game. I don't think you played this game. No, I, I don't think you game played either. this game. I think that. But I think the reason I didn't play this game is because it was disappointing. But was it ever a I game was... that like you guys are super jazzed up for? Sure, it's platinum. Okay. It's platinum. It's on the Switch. It looks slick as fuck. I, I'm totally into Astral Chain, and then it came out. I was like, uh, maybe I don't need to play Astral. Chain. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that it has? The I, don't, stain power I, don't think I don't think it can hang with some of the other things yeah. on here, but I, I do think that it was a game that I was very excited for and then ended up not playing because it was disappointing. Got some real heavy hitters. Uh, yeah. I would say the same thing. Uh, see, I would say the same thing about Damon X Machina. Okay. Game looks slick as fuck. The controller. I are was great. so excited for it. That controller looks ridiculous and amazing. It with me. You really should have. Damn it. Um, but and then it came out and I was like, eh, maybe I don't need to play it. I think that game's actually probably better than I think it is. Um, but that demo, demo was really not. That's good. one that you'll pick up later on. I probably will. Did not like the demo. Oh, yeah, and it's got the, the Witcher great. stuff that's got added to it. So you'll definitely. We should definitely play it. It's now. Got Witcher stuff. You can play as uh, Geralt in it. Never mind. It actually is the most disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and Cersei. <sighs> what? They're in that game. Whatever. Let's move on. Cersei. Uh, Siri? Siri, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Mixing. no, the game, the Game of Thrones, Damon X Machina. <laughs> it's Damon X Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, crossover of the year Pokemon Masters I think can go probably free to play it, yeah. it's a free to play Pokemon game but also like it's this is going to be the real Pokemon game that's on your phone sure and we've I had like they a said that it's like, shuffle whatever or troze or whatever the they hell they did announce that it was a disappointment or like it could have been better that game ran out of content super quick yep. and even though it seemed like at the beginning the economy wasn't too bad it, it started to get worse and worse. I, I'm fine cutting it, but yeah. man, I was really disappointed because I was looking forward to that game and actually way into it when it started, and then I just fell off a cliff. What about Oninaki? I don't know anything about this game. Yeah, I, I'd say I. it can also be cut based on the demo that I played. Cause I, oh, I, I do know what you're talking about This now. is the one where I thought it was going to be like Bravely Default because yep. it had that look to it. Yep. It and was kind of a uh, Diablo-style game. I was like, okay, I, I'm all right with this. Uh, Third-person action Yep, I remember that. Uh, had a demo, right? Had a demo. Yeah. And that demo sucked. Yeah. And then that game came out, and it, I, I think that game actually has a really interesting story. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't see a lot of it, but I've heard from other sources that actually, like, they talk about some really interesting things in this sure. game. I'm fine cutting it, but man, okay. I, I really wanted to like Oninaki, and then sucks okay. that I didn't. Did any of us have high expectations for Rage 2? Uh, not necessarily high. I, mean, I have but, higher uh, expectations than for Rage, but I didn't end up playing that game. I think I think it can go. I mean, it was it was pretty fucking barren, and that game. Did you play it? I own it. Yeah. Oh, did not realize that. Yeah, I bought that game. Uh, I thought it looked the, the trailer looked cool. It had it hyped up to be. Are like you sure this, you weren't just Bobby? Are you going to put yourself on this list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in Bobby. <laughs> Let's do all right. So we've cut down a lot. Let me do a quick run. Yeah. What we have here again. So we have Little Town Hero, Ugh. Anthem, Ugh. Overland, <laughs> My Friend Pedro, War Groove. Or I'm sorry, Death Stranding, yeah. War Groove, 
various day life and days gone All let's right. talk about days gone okay uh isn't your... that game okay the game is fine um, which, I, which one is Days Gone? It's the motorcycle zombie game for okay, PlayStation. Yeah. What's the? Did it come out last year? What's the? It, uh, it, no, no, no. I mean the uh, the the guy who did Brothers. A way out. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, a way out and Days Gone. I get <laughs> very different all games. the time. Here's the thing. I know they're different. It's a zombie jailbreak. It, it, that game, one came out last year. This though, game right? okay. is cool, cool. adequate. It is perfectly competent. It's got a. From what I've been told, is, it's probably the least good playstation exclusive well and I yeah think, i think Sony put a ton of money behind it i remember seeing thing. trailers and i stuff think it did okay it. i'm like, sure it did fine it, i think people i think the people really like it what was really like so it, here's where it gets but, crazy okay what was the game what was sony's exclusive game before this one god of war, god of war? nope spider-man oh oh okay god of war was before that yeah okay. so you had god of war you had Spider-Man. Days Gone. And then you had Days Gone. And so I think that's really where it comes down to. I think people were just like, what the fuck? This is their first exclusive since June of last year. Okay. So um, I can see that. But I think like the game, it, it, it's honestly like mechanically pretty good. It's just competent. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. So I think it can go. It's okay. an okay video game. Uh, I would probably also cut Overland, which is one that I put on there. This, it's, it is my jam. It is a turn-based yep. strategy, roguelike. It looks awesome. The dogs all have great names, mm-hmm. and when you play as a dog, all the all the um, the names, all the like item descriptions, just turn into things that dogs would care about. Like smells nice, good chewability. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. So good. The game itself is extremely punishing. Yeah, uh, I think time. I don't think it has enough description to it even though it does have those item descriptions mm-hmm. you have to be right next to the item I, although i think they've changed that i think okay. they fixed that like I, I find it punishing to the point of being repellent yeah yes i i, totally. I agree it's it's a very I, I don't game. shy away from super challenging games mm-hmm. as you as you all know it's hard it, it's it hard is, hard hard it is a mix but it's a mix of like a fire emblem and a, a organ trail and if you were to yeah. like tell me there's a game like that uh, which FTL kind of is too. Where I'm like, that sounds awesome. And it just, I like it. I just wish I loved it. And yeah. the fact that I don't love it is really disappointing to me. But it's still okay. So I, I think it can be cut. What about Various Day Life? So this is by, so unlike Oninaki, this is by the Bravely Default dev. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. This yeah. is an Apple Arcade game, This right? is the one game from Apple Arcade that I cared about. Now, yeah. there are games that have come after sure. now that I like more, but this was the one that I was like, this is the reason I'd get Apple Arcade. Right. It's from the Bravely Default people. Right. That game's, that game's not good. So I, don't, I haven't played it, Johnny. I don't think you've played it. I haven't it. either. I downloaded is it. Is it, it strong enough for you to make this list? Probably not, but man. If the you fa- wanna, go ahead. Air, here, air the laundry out. Well, here, here's the thing. Just recently. Yeah. In fact, three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> we got told there is another I know. Yeah. game I coming know. out. And with that announcement alone... All the hatred I have, and all the disappointment, yeah. and all the um, like, I just feel I feel so much anger, frustration, and anger yeah. towards various day life, resentment to this yeah. game came out when you could have been making a bravely default game for the Switch, and, and now they're saying we we they are totally are we are doing that, and I'm like. Okay. So you're right. good. I'm clear. I'm clear now. So I would yes, say it's our, our list. We just don't have a lot of skin in the game here. We well, ha- yeah. Uh, these last five. So now we're down to Little Town Hero, Anthem, My Friend Pedro, Death Stranding, 
and Wargroove. Uh, I'm also going to cut Wargroove. Like yeah. that game, similar to Overland, that game is I, maybe a little more punishing than it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. But I had a good time really with solid. it. I had a really good time with it. It looks good. I need to put more time into it. I got pretty far in the campaign, but I did not beat it. I think they have made some patches to make that game a little easier. So it, it definitely is something I and should go back let's to. Let's just recognize like Chucklefish really quick. Yeah. I think that in the last three to four years, They've been putting out quite a bit of content. Fucking Stardew Valley, man. Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. this. They have that uh, other game, pa- Pathway, that came out this year on PC. Yeah, That's like the Indiana Jones looking one. Yeah, I heard that was actually not that great, even though it looks awesome. Yeah. And then they're making like some... Aren't they making another game that's like Go West or something? Like that, but they also had an uh, Apple Arcade game. Did they? Yeah, it's that 2D... It's got high style to it. It's, it's a spooky game, so it's not for me, but... Uh, Chucklefish isn't a developer, though, right? They're a publisher. publisher. They're a publisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe they do some development? I, yeah. I, I, I this had some good stuff that came out. Yeah. Okay. We're cutting Wargroove. Okay. Um, so Little Town Hero, Anthem, My Friend Pedro, and Death Stranding. Let's talk about... Let's talk about Death Stranding. Let's talk about Death Stranding. I think Death Stranding I think, wins? No. no. I think Death Stranding is, like we said in the last category has a lot of good things going for it mm-hmm. and a lot of bad things going for it. And I think it ends up canceling itself out on both categories. Yeah. Based it's, on it's that. the most divisive game I think I've ever been a part of. But I'm not wholly disappointed by it. I'm very disappointed by okay. some parts of it. I know Johnny was really disappointed by it. it I mean, if, if you take Metal Gear Solid V, mm-hmm. one of the best games ever, Mm-hmm. In terms of at least playing it, like the the play of it. Think about how much better it could have been if he'd been allowed to finish the story. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think we can cut Death Stranding. Like Death Stranding okay. certainly doesn't live up to the quality of Metal Gear Solid. See, I thought this and Anthem were gonna be button heads. You don't even know, Johnny. <laughs> these last three, I think, is a is a knife fight here because these these last three of Little Town Hero, Anthem, and My Friend Pedro. So, okay. Holy shit. So. Really quick, as we get into it, uh-huh. just to kind of let the audience know, Little Town Hero was played by Chase and Bobby. Uh-huh. Anthem was played by Bobby, Johnny, and Chase. Uh, the demo. The demo was the, played the by Chase. Or whatever, yeah. Johnny and I played Anthem. And then my friend Pedro was played by all of us. Uh-huh. And that is currently on... So switch, 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 right? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I might be okay with cutting my friend Pedro. Um, and this comes this comes after doing my Gamers on the Go Game of the Year podcast with that I did with Matt Jaguar. Um, it's on his top ten, and the way he was talking about Wait, it, Matt put my, my friend, friend Pedro? Pedro. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and it is. I got confused with that since little town here. No, God, no, he's not that stupid. <laughs> uh, 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 my friend Pedro. I, I, here's the argument for it on this list is that trailer came out and we all lost our goddamn minds. Yeah, everybody yeah. did. It was holy showing, shit. Like looked, that, that, and that then game, you get your hands on it and you're like, oh. And you get your hands on it and <laughs> it's it's a difficulty curve. Yep. It is. You have to put in the time and the work to get good enough to make those stylistic, awesome kills to flow through these levels. I think and, we talked about it being like if you saw like here's how the cake should look. It's true. Sure. Versus how the cake. It's like a Pinterest fail. It, it tastes it, good. It absolutely is like that, uh, like that step by step process of. I mean, somebody could make it like this. Yeah. It's just not me. No. Um. But if I put in the time, I think you do get to that point where you can. I can stop bullets. <laughs> it's. 
that game is really cool. It's just that none of us put in the work to make that game as cool as we wanted it to be. It's not that that game is bad. It's not that that... Uh, I could go either way on it, which is why I think it could be cut. I, I'm the other two games... It. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a winner here. Yep. And, well, guys, and I'm going to ask that you guys let me have it. I, I, let you have it. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. We all love I, Bioware in this Because I don't know which game you're talking about right now, <laughs> and it scares me. So I'm not going to say you get to just have it, but I do want to know which one you think is worse. It's Anthem. It's Anthem. It is, but Little Town Hero. <laughs> Little Town Hero, but we, there was sucks. no there was no build up for Little Town Hero. It was just uh, announced. No, no, no. And shortly after it came there out, there was absolutely build up. It was called Town before. Okay. It was Game Freak is making a new RPG that's not Pokemon. How and long like, ago did on, they announce? Hang on, hang on, a couple years ago. Hang on, hang on. I, if you're going to talk about Anthem, hang on, because because okay. okay. Anthem. Anthem, yes, wins this category, but I need to make an impassioned argument about Little Town Hero. The this, stage is yours. This I'm, game was announced as I'm town. I'm glad I skipped it. Coming from Game Freak. Game Freak, the developers of all of our favorite games. Pokemon. Pokemon Gold and Silver. <laughs> Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> the list goes like, on. The list goes on. <laughs> um, and they've made other games outside of Pokemon. And this is where I might say, okay, I kind of understand. Because uh, Rhythm or Harmonite? Harmonite, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Um, that game is fine, but not anything crazy. Tembo the Badass Elephant. Fine, but nothing crazy. They they have made some games that I would say are serviceable. Whiffs, yeah, they're serviceable. They're they're fine. So the fact that they made another game that's not Pokemon that is fine doesn't blow me away. Uh, but <sighs> this game was supposed to be cool. This game was yeah. supposed to be awesome. It's got. It looks really cool. It looks cool. I like the idea of the combat system. Oh, oh my god! I said I, yeah, I didn't Stop even mean. It. I didn't even mean it. That sucks. <laughs> oh, um, that sucked. Because the combat is based on ideas. What? It's yes, yes. It's I have a, a better idea than you. So. I beat you. Was it like Scribble Nuts? No. no it it's, wants, it, not even its fucking it, best it, moment. It's like, I mean, it's a turn based RPG. Uh-huh. So the battles, it just instead of, yeah, uh, like, instead of a sword you slash, outthink your opponent? Kind of. Yeah. Like you, you come up with these thoughts, and these thoughts can become ideas. It's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's interesting, but it turns in, executionally, it is slow as fuck. It makes, it, it's, it's a lot of things that make sense eventually, but just on the face of it, the, the idea that you have to kind of charge your attacks where you say, okay, I, I need to turn this... Oh, what, what are they fucking called at this point? Don't you know, need, don't you need to turn your is-its into what's-its or whatever. Yeah. What? Yes, they're called is-its become what's-its. I don't think they're actually called what's-its. Is there a whatchamacallit? They might as well. See, we don't know because we got through the very first fight in that game. And you quit? And it was so slow and so arduous. Even for being a tutorial, it was so slow. That's... And there's no way to speed up those battles. It, it just, I it's just bad. went like, oh, I actually don't want to play this game at all no it's it is it is my most regretful purchase of 2019 because i didn't buy it here's what i'll say <laughs> i i agree with you uh because what i'm going to talk about is i put one hour into little town no, hero I, and see, went never again that's the same for me so i would say like regrettably yes like most regrettable purchase of the year yeah anthem wins anthem, anthem wins, wins. <laughs> 
I like Anthem. You guys know I like that game. Uh-huh. I we know I like you, me. We know, I like me. <laughs> we know you have bad taste. So here's the thing, all right? Like that game It it does a couple of things pretty well. And then, it they, does some then they things. forgot to put a video game in The there. makers of Mass Effect. <laughs> so And Mass Effect and Drop. Ooh, actually. Let me give you a little. Let me give you guys a timeline. We all okay. saw Mass Effect Andromeda. We knew that was going to be. This bad. game came into a, a beta. Uh huh. And if you remember, the we beta, had a lot of fun with that beta. No. Yeah. Well, the here's what how that beta played out. We did have fun, but who's we? A, a I lot played of it and I enjoyed it. So I played it and here, did not enjoy it. That beta came out and it was so fucking broken mm-hmm. that this was a timed. Thing. So if you purchase the game, yeah. you got the VIP beta, which was before everybody else. Oh, that's right. And so that, oh, I forgot about that. God it was damn so it. broken that it was like, hey, we're going to run it for this weekend. You didn't get to play that game until like late Saturday because you couldn't physically yeah. get into it. It just and then hung at the start menu. When you got into it and you would finally load into it, that game would crash to the fucking home console. Yep. This was bricking PlayStation 4s. Yep. People's fucking consoles got ruined from a build of that game. And then you get into it, and you start to p- put things together like, oh my god, some of these things feel so good. It, it could be... Which things? Flying. flying mechanics, okay. the shooting. Flying eventually. Combat. like uh, Shooting does not feel good. Shooting feels good. No, it does not. Um, the powers are... The powers are fucking awesome. I'll give you that. the powers. So you get into it, and you're doing all those things, and then you start to realize, like, wait a second, like, all this isn't working together. Like, I, I want to switch my gun out I, I got to go all the way back there and do this again and get my a different gun. It's no destiny, I'll tell you that. It's true, <laughs> but you get into some elements with it. I really liked how they were like, no, our game's not like Destiny. And then I played it, and I'm like, you're right, it's worse. And I think that for me, <laughs> it got to this point where you started to see people fall away from it, and then you're making apologies for it. And like I was an apologist for Anthem. I'm like, oh, no, no, like you got Cataclysm coming. You got all these things happening. Oh, yeah, just right... <laughs> Cataclysm is out. But the thing thing for me, though, like, there was a point. You wouldn't know because you stopped playing it. I stopped playing it. There was a point in time where I thought for certain that this would be my game of the year. Like, yeah. I I think if we go back to last year's podcast Mm -hmm. when we talked about, like, the game we're most excited about for next year, yours was absolutely Anthem. It was Anthem. You've been on the Anthem train for a very long time. I think I've been cautiously optimistic about Anthem. Because of Andromeda, yeah, and then it came out and it was what it was, and I went, eh, yeah, I, 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 I felt validated by how yeah, bad it was, I, I and think, I feel, I feel shitty that that's how I feel, but it's how I feel. What also makes it win this is the implications it has for Bioware at large, mm-hmm. totally, as far as the direction of that studio, and this is just solid nailing down. Like Dragon Age Four is in jeopardy at this point. Guys, I, I still think this it's coming out, out, but in it, January. It was for sale for five dollars for five fucking dollars two uh, a month ago. An yeah. EA game, yeah. It went on their EA access like month two or three, where you could play this game included on that. Like I, I am so burned by this one. Like this one hurts almost as much, if not more, than Andromeda. Did. Is Anthem in your top ten games of this year? It's not, okay. but I want it to be. I really do. Like I, I thought about it for a while. Well, maybe like, Anthem next to... will. <laughs> I look. I don't. I don't. What they're calling it, like they are. They are. Bioware is literally going back to the drawing board and saying this game is so fucked that we are going to fix it. Yep. And we are going to bring it out a a new version. No, maybe not. Well, here's what I'll say. Maybe Anthem can't be saved. I'm putting this game. They're kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't. I I want it to be very clear, and I think that I speak for you guys with this. I don't want to see Bioware fail. 
No. No. I want them to be successful. I love that company. Yeah. They've so made my some of my favorite games ever, as they have for all three of us. And they, I, just, and they just stopped. They stopped. Yep. They stopped making my favorite yep. games. So Anthem wins by a fucking country mile. I wouldn't say by a country mile, but it wins. It wins. It, it wins. So our most disappointing game from the casual hour is Anthem. Okay. <sighs> can I? Can I? Yeah, please. Take the lead on this next hey, one. Hey, as the hottest mess of the podcast, yes. you get to announce Thank you. <laughs> Our next category. Hottest mess of 2019. Uh, on this list, we have Anthem's launch and beyond. Deja vu. Uh, Blizzard in China. Ugh. Activision layoffs. Fallout 76, Fallout 1st. Why is Dexit on this list? Because it's bullshit. Stadia launch. Alpha Dream filing for bankruptcy slash the end of the 3DS. And Valve ditching in the Valley of the Gods for <laughs> oh, VR. Did I miss the G on that? No, you didn't. I like what you did there. Okay, yeah, works. Um, okay, uh, Johnny, I'll give you. Yeah, we should cut Dexit. It was. I would say it's a mess that the community was such assholes. But right. But also, who's surprised that a section of a fan base for the most popular? Like you think about anything that like totally every decision a company makes, be it Star Wars, be it. Harry Potter, be it whatever, is going to have a small vocal minority of people that are screaming that this is the worst thing that you've ever done. Like, sure. I haven't realized how much people hate the new trilogy of Star Wars until I've been reading some stuff. Oh, they hate it. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just 8 that's from. 8's bad. I, I enjoyed 8. No, 8's bad. Um, people <laughs> hate it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, see, so I, I agree with you. It probably should be cut here. The the one thing I would say is that I believe it's it's Game Freak's response to the yeah to the Discord that is the reasoning that, that, yeah I I think that hurts me yeah. a little bit where I think some of the reasoning is kind of weak in terms sure. of mm-hmm. why the animations aren't as good uh, why you didn't add as hey, many Pokemon have in you seen I know that double kick animation uh, yeah. I know. I know. These are some of the Dexit kind of the the Dexiters. Their uh, their uh, talking points here, but I will say, even though I'm still on the side of Game Freak, I still like Pokemon Sword and Shield a lot. Um, yeah, those animations are still kind of crap. Um, I I wouldn't mind if there were some more Pokemon in this game. I don't. I don't really see yeah. where they couldn't have been added in. Um, and then. I think it's. I think what actually saddens me the most is that Game Freak has come out and said, like, yeah, like morale's really low around here because of the shit we've been taking for this. Yeah. Because I'm sure they have put a ton of work into that. Yeah. And it sucks that the developers are actually not feeling good. Although I bet they feel a lot better now, now that they've been seeing the, the sales the numbers and, and the all money. the all the stuff that's been going on. So I'm fine cutting yeah. it, but I will say it was a big deal this year. There were there were some yeah. things that I was disappointed by, even if I sure. still like the game a lot. No, I think. I just want to throw this out there. Yeah. Like some some of these things are unlike the other. Totally. And this year has been some of these aren't just the games, they are companies, companies people, yeah, yeah, countries. The, yeah. There's been some really rough shit this year that I think that like we're not gonna divulge too deeply to on, on this show. Yeah, but some of these things like are disappointing enough that we just kinda don't want to touch them. Yeah, like, I mean it's involved like people's lives. We're we're a video game show. Yeah. We're, gonna try to talk we're about not therapy games. or anything like that. We're not able to solve it. We we all have our own fucking problems, but so while I think there are hotter messes than some of the ones that we're yep. talking about, I I think in the spirit of what we're trying to do, we'll probably focus on the games. Yeah, so I, I think in that sense, do we cut Blizzard China? Yeah, I mean that's it's obviously really shitty. It's, it's a super really, shitty, a really shitty thing. Like I think if 
that and it's we not were... just Blizzard. It is the NBA. It is all these other companies. Yeah. Fucking Congress. Kowtowing to, you know, an authoritarian government. Yep. Yeah. If we were a different podcast, we'd probably spend a little bit more time on that. But sure. well, we're not. When I start my political podcast, we will talk about it. What's can't, it going to be wait. called? It's called Bean... <laughs> Being, <laughs> being Blizzard. Being yep. Blizzard. Um, so on the same, that's a, let's talk about activation. That's a real deep cut. <laughs> let's talk about uh, activation layoffs as well. I, I think that we could probably get I, that. Oh, Bobby, hey, we made more money than we ever had before. By the way, you're all fired. Yeah. I don't. I honestly do not remember this. When did this happen? This happened. So this about? when Bungie broke away. Okay. Mm-hmm. About a month later, Activision. I, I think Jason Schreier posted like the day before. He's like, hey getting some emails that there's some shit going down in Activision. Yeah, okay. I mean, so I get... I Okay, if, I do if, remember them saying, yeah, we posted profits and then... isn't a spot for these companies. Like, if they don't have the need for these people, that's one thing. Right. But the the optics, when you say, oh, hey, we had bad. our best year ever. Yeah. yeah. We made so much people fucking getting, money. getting payouts. Yeah. Like, I, and this is happening. I, this isn't just happening in video games either. This is it's happening everywhere, all over the yeah. place. Right now it's happening but, with Major League Baseball. Where they're like, yeah, maybe we can just cut all of minor league baseball. It's like, no, you fucking can't. You made oh, a, you God. made one point two billion dollars last year. You can pay some players, but we could make one point three billion. Oh, so they fucking axed everybody. Yeah. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of community. Like, yeah, that is managers, pretty shitty. People like that. And again, though, for us, like. This is happening in other places. We can't cover all of it. Yeah. Do we want to talk more about the games more than the? People? I think. I think so. Because uh, I. I mean, last year we were talking about Fallout seventy six, which absolutely deserved it from both a gameplay perspective and from a company reaction. Well, let's talk about that some more. Yeah, it's weird. Fallout seventy six is somehow on this list again. This they, game didn't come out last year. I'm sure they fixed now, it all I, at this point, I, right? I was going to put this out there with it. Uh huh. There was a gentleman's agreement. Between friend of the show, Jason, my cousin, and myself, about... Neither of you are gentlemen. We're not. He said, uh, by next January. So when, when Anthem came out, mm-hmm. he said, I will bet you $1 that January 2020, there is more concurrent players playing Fallout 76 than there is Anthem. He's sadly right. He is sadly yeah. right. And, and Bethesda... <laughs> weird. You know... It's, it's just now. So Fallout seventy six. You know that scene in Pulp Fiction <laughs> where Bruce Willis walks in the room and Zed's going to town on, the, on with the Gimp. The Gimp is going to town on the Gimp isn't going to town. His buddy is. I don't. Marcellus Wallace. The customer. The player base of Fallout seventy six is Marcellus Wallace in that scene, and Bethesda is the person. What Johnny's saying is that there's a man being raped. <laughs> And the man being raped is the community playing Fallout 76. Jesus That's what he's Christ. saying right that's now. All right. That's we weren't talking about the people. We're talking I mean, about the game. Very, I'm sorry to put such a, but that's a that's how image. I feel. Like this, this player base, God bless them. They for whatever reason like this game, and Bethesda just keeps. Do, hey, do you what if we, what Fallout first is? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just I put this on here. Hey. You know that game we put out that still isn't fixed, and we said there's going to be NPCs, but there still aren't, and it's still broken in a lot of ways. So to my knowledge, and I'll say that I have not played a a single second of Fallout 76 mm -hmm. because I'm not an idiot, Um, but from from what I have gathered, that game has gotten better in terms of, like, people are playing that, people are enjoying some of the things that they can do in that game. But but they... Do you want to know what the best part about Fallout First is? 
so this is this is the point I'm making. I think Fallout 76 had gotten to a point where people were accepting of it. It wasn't, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good, but people were accepting of it. People were playing it. If, people were interested in seeing how that game evolved. And then I think it is the addition of Fallout First, which I would like Bobby to explain, that is really just absolutely unforgivably fucked up. Bobby, please tell me about Fallout First. So the one thing about Fallout 76 that I would say is a positive thing is what some of these communities have done within the game. Sure. Before Fallout First and continuing into Fallout First, there was one guy, I can't remember his name right now, but he started a... PewDiePie. It's PewDiePie. (laughs) Uh, PewDiePie started... um, No, this guy is the doctor of Fallout 76. And he is there. He is a... Uh, uh, he has a fucking clinic you go in there he will heal you up that's a cool thing he has people that now work for him in various parts of the community nobody fucks with him if you go into it and they're like doing all this shit he will show up on scene to heal people nobody touches him which i think is really cool that's rad that's a that's a neat a neat thing thing. now they've expanded upon that in fallout first so fallout first is a paid tier where you get unlimited storage, you have a private server. It's a subscription service. It is too, a right? subscription. You, it's but, not just a okay, one-time payment. Some asterisks. Some asterisks with it. So you can do unlimited a storage that did not work. <laughs> yeah, it's unlimited because shit. it keeps deleting everything it, it, you yes, put into it. You put all your. It's, it's a box gone. with a black fucking hole inside of it. <laughs> it's amazing. You it's put your amazing. hard-earned scrap, and it goes to a place from put, which it cannot put, return. You put your all your canvas bags in there, yeah. and then they just disappear. And it's not a fucking private server. People are finding stuff already. Yes, yeah. through. it's already looted. It's already looted. <laughs> not fucking private. And so you are paying them thirteen dollars a month or one hundred dollars a year. That's a lot of money. So that's, that's more than Apple. That's Arcane. you getting plowed in the ass, and then another guy comes and hey. smacks you with a big dildo hey. in the face. <laughs> oh. It's ten a.m. on a Sunday. Please, my neighbors, let's not so, talk about how much. I'm sorry, I'm just upset about slapping with dildos. Jesus Christ! So here's what's really cool. It's so in, it's if disgusting. You are one of these so people bad. that are a sucker that paid for Fallout first. I feel if so you, bad. You, what, you already paid for Fallout seventy six, so you're already Hold a sucker. Please. You get <laughs> some sort of like identifier yes. on your person. Uh huh. Sh- what is this spark, Bobby? Yeah. This has this started. Is the sneeches. Is this is this a preview of what's to come in real life? <laughs> and the star bellied so, sneeches had stars upon bars, and then the the ones who didn't the murdered them all. So in Fallout seventy six, the peasants, the non one percent, the ninety nine percent of Fallout seventy six have the banded Fallout together. Fallout first said, "Let them eat cake," and I, they went and hunted these fuckers down and beat them. See, <laughs> see that I can get behind. Yeah, the Fallout first Fallout first percent. Are oh. being eaten by the Fallout ninety. Now, I will say this: I, I, I vote that this stays. It maybe wins. I probably wins. But it probably wins. I'm gonna get rid of Anthem because it's paid its due for Hottest Mess. Ooh. Because I also I know. think that there's. Uh, I think that Stadia may have a, a worse launch than Anthem. Uh, see, I think those three are probably our top three. So let's talk about the other two first. Alpha Dream filing for bankruptcy. This is the developer of Bowser's Inside Story, the, the yeah. remake for 3DS. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Sad, sad that that game sold like 10,000 copies. I happily say that I was one of them. Yeah. Um, although I have not played that game. <laughs> but I did purchase, which is important. Um, it's sad that, that that developer filed for bankruptcy. It really yep. did end the 3DS. I think the more disappointing part is that the 3DS... Uh, there were other games that were scheduled for it. Uh, there was an interview done on Kind of Funny Games where 
uh, I think it was a, a former Game Informer journalist was talking about how, yeah, there was another Fire Emblem sure. remake that was totally going to come out on the 3DS, and they saw sales numbers for something like Mario and Bowser, and they so, went, nope, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. So sad that the 3DS is, is really coming to an end. I think there might yeah. still be a couple more games coming for it, but yeah. it's had basically a hell of a dead. life. It's a hell of a life, one of the life. best systems ever, something that we'll have we, to talk about it's later. It's wings of, are made of gold. But definitely doesn't hang on this list. Uh, Valve ditching in the Valley of Gods for VR. That's I know really that means a lot to Bobby. Yeah. yeah. It's not the I don't know if that's the hottest mess so much as it is. It's just, it's just I kind of to, I wanted to make yeah. sure that we had an area to talk about. Totally. And, and I think the maybe the mess part for us personally is, well, no, you guys both own VR. I don't care about VR, so I think well, it's sad. It wasn't going to come to the yeah. VR platform it, that we own anyway. It's very true. Uh, and and a new Half Life game wasn't going to come to anything except VR because that's what I've thought that for years. That's what Valve is yeah. going to do. Like they they want to show off new technology in a way like they did with the physics engine for Half Life Two. So let me. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't hang here. Let me dive dive into Stadia. Yeah, as as the only purchaser of a Stadia, yeah. a proud Stadia Rube. owner no. to this day. No, no, I know. It's I know. gone. I know. <laughs> I'm giving you it. shit. <laughs> I want a little credit. <laughs> Give me some. No. An inch. You get no credit. All right. So let me start off with this. I pre-ordered Stadia because I thought the tech sounded cool. The the promise that they... Which they, tech was that? The idea that you could go anywhere and have a 4K experience. I like the idea that some of these are going to be like more PC ports. I'm thinking maybe I'll get that experience on it's my console. It's supposed to be yeah. the highest fidelity version of a game that's available. Correct. Streaming to your house. Negative latency. And you guys know that <laughs> I play a lot on my iPad. So I, I was like, you know what? I'll have my iPad set sure. up. I, I, I do travel... Somewhat regularly. I, I, I get that this makes sense for you. Yeah. I, I when, when they were touting it at their press conference, I was like, this sounds incredible. And people... It, it sounds amazing too from good a tech... to be true. Exactly. It sounded amazing from a technological people. standpoint. It scared people. For me, I know we've talked about well, this on I mean, the podcast you, you, before. Yeah. It was something that I was like, I don't feel good about this because I am not confident enough in the internet yep. at my home also, or anywhere that I go. You think about right. on live... Yeah, PlayStation Now, Guy yep. Guy, mm-hmm. everyone that has well, tried Gai it. Became, like, but I was like, you know, if anyone can do it, it's probably Google. But you also, they can't account for right people's internet in their homes. And like also, how, as as much as Google knows about technology, they know dick about games. Yeah, right. And and I'm really scared. And it seems like it's kind of starting to bear out that you know they'll just kind of pull the plug on stuff. Well, and it got to a point too where it got closer. So like as as we're getting closer to this November launch. Mind you, this is a fucking console. Mm-hmm. Console, I'm saying with air quotes here. Mm-hmm. Launch. Like, it's a big fucking deal. It's a new platform. A new it's platform. Bigger than the Ouya. Absolutely. Smaller than a new Xbox. <laughs> and Few things are. <laughs> it, it, got, it got closer and closer, and then it started to come out. Well, hey, guys, by the way, when this comes out, uh, it's only going to be available to, to work on these devices. And, and the controller's not going to work the, say, well, the way we said it yeah. will. Uh, it'll eventually work with all Chromecasts, but right now it only works with certain Chromecasts. The, the only only with the one that came in the box is it had the firmware it needed. Sure. Now, most TVs that are modern have Chromecast built into it. You can get Chromecast for like 25 bucks. I think the mess is really that it just released. It, it sounds like all this stuff they is just, going to be fixed. They should have waited six months. They but really when you should. look at it, though, here's the thing. You've got a high return rate. They gave this away at the Game Awards. Like, they're, they're giving them away. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine, like, PS5? You, you gave yours away. I gave mine away. <laughs> but I also, tried it. it's Google. It's Google. They, so somebody bought your Stadia? No, I returned it. 
Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, if anyone yeah. can afford to take a bath on something like this. Because I think sure. at one point you were talking about, even if I don't like this, I'll just flip it. And it's like, I don't think you can flip a console. Well, no, that's this. the thing. Like, Because I had the Founders Edition. It sold out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got... Anyway. I will say, I like that controller. I think they did a pretty well, solid here's job. Here's the other piece of it, though. Like, I, I no longer have the Stadia have Pro membership. Plug in, plug in right now. I've got a Google Stadia no account. working on the wireless. I can hook up my... Right now, I can put a, a DS4 or an Xbox One controller on my MacBook. Mm -hmm. I can open up Chrome. I can load up Stadia. Yeah, they did have that, that beta a while ago that was like, you can play Assassin's Creed Origins sure. from your from your Chrome browser. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's, I mean, I can load that's, up right now. I can play Destiny 2 because I own it on Stadia. That's kind of rad. So the cool thing for me is if I do travel, I have Destiny 2 now on Stadia. Yeah. I won't have it in 4K, which I don't care if I'm playing on the, on the road. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to like grab something from Xur while I was on vacation... Sure. Right, this wasn't on my, my PlayStation or Xbox. I could do it here now. But I, I do think that the if you look at where it started and where it's at now, mm -hmm. it, it has become kind of a laughing stock where it, at one point in time this year had legitimate people. We got snow, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, legitimate people fearing what it could do. Yeah. I, it really could upend yeah, all of video games. It has potential to be a major disruptor. And, yep. and now, you're right, it, it is kind of a joke. But now um, they, they have to work their way out of this hole that they dug for themselves. So we, we've got three incredibly solid choices here. I think Fallout first wins. Uh, I, I'm probably with you. Anthem... Just, just because I know that there's we already, a maliciousness to it. We already have the catharsis of of shitting on Anthem from our previous category. But I also think that they tried. Yeah, I really do think they tried. I, I sure they I, didn't. Yeah, like there, there's I Bethesda Chase, as you know. Hey, if you want to shit on Bethesda, I'm all for like, it. The, like there's just a hostility. And a, you fuckers are going to pay for this because we know that you are. Because it's Fallout. The fact that we have to put it on our list a second year. Yeah, that, the fact that's That insane. says something to me that's right insane. there. That's insane. Yeah. That we are still having to say, time that, the fuck out. That it's, this shit sucks. It's not just that it's bad still. It's that it's worse now. Correct. Correct. That's incredible. All right. Yep. Congratulations, Fallout. Two years in a row. At hey, least round of applause for Bethesda. All right, Johnny, this next category is all you. This is best yeah. game to play with your son. Is the only worst newest has a son here. Yeah. Tell us what the best game to play with him was. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Cool. That's a very that's, good, that's game. good game. That's a good game. I would... Uh, Smash Brothers is a close second, but Mario Kart 8 is a game that uh, we found ourselves playing at least a few times a week. And you play with the whole family, right? Yep. My wife and my son, we all play together, and it gets pretty competitive. We... we roast each other and uh it's a real good time so awesome. i know that isn't a 2019 game but this is the one i've had the most fun with i bought luigi's mansion 3 to play with him and he kind of bounced off that so i mean mario kart 8 is a game that you played in 2019 mm -hmm. with your son i, I think did. that's totally good yeah. for this category uh, our next category is best game you did not finish in 2019. This is mostly for Brought Johnny. Brought to you by he, Johnny Amazich. He doesn't finish games. How many um, are we allowed? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the best game. Uh, like the game that you wish that you'd finished, I guess. You know what? Uh, I didn't think about this one. Mine is Sekiro. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, you have the Outer Worlds written here, but we will, we will... I was thinking, because I got... A lot further in Sekiro than I did in Outer Outer Worlds. Sure, so but... Johnny is saying Outer Worlds and Sekiro. That's fair. Sekiro. Well, wow. Shadows. 
Duh. I mean, it's your category after all. Yes. Twice. We're just here. Bobby, how about you? Uh, I put down Greedfall. Which is Greedfall? Greedfall is the best Bioware game that old Bioware did, didn't make old for Bioware. Mm. Old Bioware. Uh, it is the 17th century. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it deals a lot with... Um, I think I get this mixed yeah. up with Remnant from the Ashes. I think it does. That's, um, that's fair. Uh, this game, what I played of it, super promising. Really, really good character dialogue. Um, I enjoyed the mechanics of it quite a bit as well. It kind of plays like a Dragon Age game, like the original Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came out pretty... Uh, actually, I think it came out around the time that Destiny Shadowkeep did. Is it out on everything? It's not out on Switch. It's not on Switch, no. It's a, it's a pretty demanding game, uh, graphically speaking. Uh, 4K looks really nice. Um, I I hope to finish more, but I, it's one that I was like, hey, I want to play more of this before Game of the Year time, and I just didn't get a chance to. Um, I, I would love to... I've heard very varying things. Like I've heard that it's very ambitious and it delivers on a lot of it. I've also heard that like it kind of peters out a little bit. But what I played of it, I thought was really cool. Cool. And then mine is Outer Wilds. Uh, very good which game. That game is good. That game rules. I've, it, it I I'd have rule. to look back at my list, but I think it makes an appearance on my top ten. Um, I think that game is is really really cool. Has a lot of really interesting things going for it. Um, and apparently it has one of the best endings, and I haven't seen that ending, and it makes me sad. I, have I, this, I would ask this. Mm-hmm. I want you to finish that game. Let me know how it goes. Okay. I, I definitely will finish it. I know you got a lot on your plate, but I... I kind of wish I didn't play, like, five hours of Destiny yesterday, because I probably should have just played out Destiny's, a while instead. Destiny's good. Destiny's pretty good. Uh, okay. Chase. <laughs> yes. This is definitely my category to talk about. Yeah. Um, this is... The best strand game of 2019. Um, what 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 is that? I think that's something we need to talk about and I, discuss what actually makes a strand game because I don't even know if Hideo Kojima himself could. Tell I opened you exactly this note up that is. we have here and I saw that and I saw the games on here. I'm like, I, I I'll just start putting games down because I don't know <laughs> what this is. All right, well, let's first very quickly run down the list of games, and then I think we can talk amongst ourselves about what a Strand game actually is. Uh-huh. Sure. So we have Death Stranding. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, Untitled Goose Game, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh-huh. Little Town Hero, The yeah. Outer Worlds, yeah. Tetris 99, okay. Pokemon Sword and Shield, sure. Fire Emblem Three Houses, like it. Super Mario Maker Two, that fits. Neo Cab, don't know. Kingdom Hearts Three, why? I think that's the only place we talk about Kingdom Hearts Three. Football Manager Twenty Twenty, I'm out. Anthem, now we're back. And Control, I'm happy I'm here. All right. Um. So what is a strand game, guys? Let's. We all played Death Stranding. Yep. Yeah. So Death Stranding is the prototypical strand game. Might not be the best, but it is the prototypical one. What, what is that? So, exactly. It's a game about. It's forming a, ties it's, between yes, people. I would say that a strand game is a game about connections. Now, and you can take that in a lot of different ways, but I think uh, it it doesn't necessarily have to have a multiplayer component to it, or it can be extremely asymmetric in the way that Death Stranding is. Um, but I think it is either like building a world together or making something that can only be made with multiple people. Mm-hmm. I think those are the kinds of things that I'm thinking about, whether it's actually a mechanical thing or whether it's more about the story. So, for instance, I think Pokemon Sword and Shield is a strand game because you cannot make a full Pokedex on your own. You need other people. You need to make connections. You need to make trades. You need to come together in raids you to need fight the Japanese ditto. You, you, so you were can... you practice in front of a mirror? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think Pokemon Sword and Shield 
is an excellent strand game. Count me on. I'm, I'm all in on strand games, guys. I, I know what they are. I'm happy to be here. Let's fucking go. So, is there any dispute? Do we no. think there's anything to add into what a strand game can be before I we think, talk about these I, games? I think that explains it very well. Chase. Okay. Thank you. I think that Fire Emblem Three Houses can go. I I think so too. It is a game about support levels. Mm -hmm. It's a game about building an army and not only your own class, but reaching out to other classes and bringing their students in, building relationships, making a full army. I I think it's a I think it's a wonderful strand game, but I don't think it's the best. It's not strand the best game. strand game. It's it's not the best use of strand. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's I think it's one of it's probably one of the better games of 2019. Uh, but in terms of strand games, maybe not so much. Mario Maker Two, strand game. Yep. I make levels. You I give le- them to Johnny. Johnny plays those levels. I think this is a he strong sends his strand back game. To me. Very strong. You upload strand the course. Other people play it. They, they comment vote, it. Right? Yeah. They, they, they vote. vote. They, they can put stickers. This is a fantastic form of strand. It's it's very good strand. Um, so I think it stays on the list for a while. Uh, Neocab is a game about talking. It's a game about talking to people. Now it doesn't have a multiplayer component to it, which I think sure. is a point in its disfavor. Yeah. But it is a game about making connections with people, and those are people that you then will meet again later in the story, and they will react based on how they've reacted to you before. I don't think that we can really speak to it. Right, and I've barely played it. We're so out of the strand. I, I will cut <laughs> I will cut this strand. Neocab is out. Um, Johnny, please yeah. tell me about Football Manager 2020. I feel like it's got the potential to be a really strong strand. Yeah. I mean, you are in charge of managing this football or soccer team Mm -hmm. uh and you have to you can bring in people from all over the world and each one of those person's qualities plays into the others that complement each other chemistry thing Mm -hmm. okay and so you know you're the sum of your parts is greater than the individual so do you get to play against other people yes there's an online element uh you can play against that's a good strand other people but you're you're forging connections between all these players. A lot of strands. Mm. And the best way to succeed is for you to have a team if you that have gels a lot really well of relationships, together. If you have a rubber strand to hold them together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. I think it stays on this list for a little while. Um, let's, let's talk about uh, Little Town Hero. Little Town Hero <sighs> is a bad game, but yeah. it is a strand game in that you, it is all about um building relationships with the people in the town and those people will then give you bonuses in battle i can't speak to much more than that because i did not play more than that it's gotta go that game sucks uh so i will cut it but it is a strand game um control can go control is not a strand game it's not a strand game just because you talk to some people but and you talk in your own head you you didn't know what a strand game was so you just randomly (laughs) threw on a game that you liked yes now anthem (laughs) anthem let me explain this it is a strand game now that i know what they are there are bad strands in that game but there are strands strands nonetheless Uh uh-huh because sometimes strands can be hateful (laughs) yeah sure and people are connected by their hate Mm -hmm. for anthem and anthem has connected a lot of people i don't hate anthem it can go but it can go but <laughs> i love this category can we have this category every year yes. sure uh, kingdom hearts 3 uh kingdom hearts 3 probably goes none of us played I'm, it but i played it 
Uh, you played it? I All did. right. Tell me tell me about Kingdom Hearts 3. Can you make a case for it being a strike game? it off the list? <laughs> okay, it's gone. <laughs> okay. Outer Worlds. Uh the Outer Worlds I just don't get norted. <laughs> oh, right. Norbit? In the Eddie Murphy Norbit? Movie? Norbit. Yes, don't be Norbit in <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. Is Norbit a Disney property? Could they potentially <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Is Flubber in the game? just ripped a hole in my mind. If Norbit gets Norded, what happens? Oh, God. <laughs> the world ends. Zaya Norbit. Um, <laughs> Stop I think, it. I think The Legend of Zelda can go as well. I think it probably can go. You, that is a game about uh, like the trading game specifically, about taking, like, having to trade all these items. Like you go from that one red paperclip, whatever, to a house or bullshit like that. What was that book? It came out forever ago. It's called like one red paperclip. You don't remember? This guy had a red paperclip and don't he just traded it. it to people and there is a, traded like, up and traded up. There's and a lot of up. that progression in the game. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, that's how you get the best sword, I believe. It is. Uh, is is going through that trading thing? We did which decide is very on strand. Outer Worlds. It's very strand. Uh, Outer Worlds, right? Um, it can go. I think it could probably go again. Not really a multiplayer component to it, but you a lot are, of relationships, though. You a lot of yeah. relationships, with not just can, with yourself, but with uh, not just with yourself and your companions, but also, also NPCs. NPCs, you really are out there changing the world yep. in different ways. Can Try Death Stranding go? I don't want Death Stranding. Want Death Stranding? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think it wins, but I think it is. A very strong contender for the best. <laughs> I just don't game. want it to win. <laughs> we need to talk about Goose Game first. Okay. Uh, Goose Game. You didn't play Goose Game. Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. Okay. So Goose Game, also not a multiplayer game, but I think it has a very strong strand game in that it is this very interconnected world. Uniting this town against this goose. <laughs> Again, Strands of Hate. Strands of Hate. That's, uh, a, that's a band name if it, I've ever heard one. <laughs> it can go. Um, we haven't talked about Tetris 99. Definite strand game. Total strand. Yeah, like, uh, the strands of me forms throwing strands. my blocks yeah. onto your playfield. Total strand. Um, I, I don't think it's a game so much about connection, though. It's not about building something. It's, it's about taking away something and no, throwing it No, it's about taking people. from others so you can build up yourself. Are we talking about or the other way around. It's yeah. taking away from yourself to build up on others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to eliminate the lines. Would you keep you Tetris over lines. Football Manager? I think Football Manager is probably... Well, Football Manager... Mm, I don't know. I think they both get cut, honestly. Okay. I think this is between Super Mario Maker and Sword and Shield and Death Stranding, technically. Uh, I would say, in this case, Mario Maker wins. Hmm. The act of I, creating and giving. I and tend receiving. to agree. I I got really good feelings from sending levels back and forth with Chase and some yeah. of my other. And if friends. you think about Death Stranding, if we're using it as a catalyst, it's about taking things and giving things. I would say that maybe as as a podcast, we uh, experienced the strands a little bit more in Pokemon as we were trading. Correct. As True. we were sharing information. Bobby Our, and I did a raid together. Yeah. It was really fun. We got Snorlax together. Uh, it was cool. Well, you got Snorlax. I didn't catch him, but I had caught him earlier, so it was fine. I got Snorlax. Oh, yeah. We'll fix that for you. Uh, it's the Gigantamax one. It's not I just know. the regular one. He has like, got a tree growing on his back. Yeah, which city. is kind of dumb because like Torterra already has that. Yeah. And now they're just like, yo, we have another Pokemon that has like a tree on his back. Whatever. Too many strands. <clears throat> Congratulations to Super Mario Maker 2, the best strand game yeah. of 2019. Death Stranding, you were so close. You were so, so, so close. You're one Princess Beach away. Can we have Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, we'll get so there. We'll can get we have there. our best new category category? <laughs> yeah, I love that. 
Um, Take here, this next one. Here's another great category, guys. I have, I have no horse in this race. This so is this, the most 2019 category. This category was I've based on... I've seen flashback mads. I, I don't think it was our first Kojima tweet category. Did we have like a ashamed of our words and deeds category? No. Eh, maybe not. Maybe we no. should have. Um, but this was based, this category, best mads, is based on a tweet by Hideo Kojima. Let me read the tweet here. Uh, Dear Mads fans, colon, there are many scenes in Death Stranding, which I think you'll love. In this trailer, there's Mads covered in blood, Mads tied, smoking Mads, variations with Mads eyes, Mads with glasses, singing Mads, and Mads in battle dress were new challenges. I don't know what that means exactly. Um, That trailer did show off a lot of Mads Mikkelsen in a lot of different situations. Um, Not all of the Mads were in that trailer and i don't think all those mads really qualify for this category that were mentioned in the tweet but there were a lot of mads and i think we should discuss them what about mocap mads Uh, see he's real we're talking about we're talking about mads in the game so johnny you're not going to have a lot here no um i don't know i want to go santa mads because that sounds all right let me let me read off the mads here we've got birthday mads santa mads world war one mads vietnam mads dancing mads and beach mads Beach Mads, I I put it. It was a late contender here because we yeah. just watched a, a cutscene yeah. uh, where he doesn't actually show up. But I was telling you guys what happens after. It's not really. It's not what you want out of quote unquote Beach Mads. He's not. He doesn't have an umbrella and wearing trunks or something. Now, so I want to put this out there. Yeah, I will say that I have. I can vote on what the best Mads is. Yeah, it's probably not my favorite Mads. You didn't experience all these Mads either. But my the best Mads on this list for me. Mm-hmm. Is Santa Mads. Santa Mads is really good. Santa Mads is Santa Mads is unexpected. So here, okay, in in the context of Death Stranding, for people who have not played Death Stranding, there will be times when you uh, go rest in a private quarters, and then when you leave that private quarters, you kind of hook back into your uh, chest-mounted BB. We're not going to get into what the BB is yet. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that later. Um, But you kind of hook back into it, and then you kind of share memories with uh, this baby. And those memories are all of him, of the baby being in a tank and uh, Mads Mikkelsen, who is uh, Clifford Unger in this in this game, he uh, he will be talking to the baby yeah. in some sense. So it's just these memories that this baby had where uh, kind of these flashback moments and they're always like in this clean room like it's a hospital technically uh and and the mother her name is lisa she is on a bed she's asleep catatonic uh, yeah she's catatonic she's she's yeah. not going anywhere um and it's mads they're visiting his wife and talking to his child who is in this tank bb bb um so th- mads, those man. these these moments just kind of like come in yeah. and they're different every pretty much every time i think i've had one repeat but for the most part, they made a ton of these. So you have birthday Mads where he comes in. I think it's actually the wife's birthday. It is. Uh, because he blows out the candles himself, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a sad moment. But he's wearing like a little party hat. Yep. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, World War One Mads. So this doesn't take place in the flashbacks. This is actually part of the game. There will be a time. That's my favorite Mads. It's, it's pretty good. It's, a it's pretty not the good best Mads, Mads it's but it's my best. favorite. It might be your favorite. Um, but there will be times where you kind of get sucked out of the world of Death Stranding mm-hmm. and thrown into these other worlds, mm-hmm. these kind of weird memory, other dimension kind of things. It's a really cool part. So, yeah, you get thrown into World War One. It's awesome. Very randomly. I mean, I was kind of anticipating that just based on the previous trailers. <laughs> yes, for sure. 
Um, and Mads Mikkelsen is there, and he's a soldier. And even though in the story he was not actually part of World War One, not sure why World War One is even there. Um, but you are now like running through this memory of World War One, where you can also get hurt and shot, but yep. like not a ton. Like it's not like people are aiming for you. It's just like you're catching stray bullets while everything is happening around you. But everything is also kind of dust where you can't really mm-hmm. interact with it. And then you get to a point where. There's Mads Mikkelsen as Clifford Unger, and he's got like his troop with you, and and he's now hunting you. So you have to cut all them down and fight Clifford Unger. It's really good. Uh, it's it's good. It's like the action. It's the most action part yeah. of that game. In a game that you're kind of told not to shoot things, this is where it goes. No, it's totally fine to shoot things. You need to shoot things. Yeah. Here's a shotgun. And you're like, why, why why would I need a shotgun? And like you only need it for now. It's like knocking them down and like actually like hit him again. That's yeah. It's and then really you good. you leave that place and you actually have the shotgun. And it's like, do you want to use the shotgun? It's like, no. Yeah. I can't kill things. <laughs> I can't use this shotgun. This is stupid. Uh, anyway, so there's World War One Mads. There's another time later in the game where you do a Vietnam uh, area, which is also pretty tense. I think there might actually be a World War Two in here as well. There are a couple different times you fight Mads and his troop. Um, Santa Mads, though. Santa Mads is is probably the best Mads. There is Dancing Mads though, where he's he's. Uh, I, don't I think, think I saw that one. I don't think it's a special occasion. I think he's just turned on some music and he's quote unquote dancing with his wife, which just means he's like doing half of the dance in front of her, and that's his way of connecting. And that's a very sweet moment. Yeah. Uh, but Santa Mads is the Santa Mads is the choice. Yeah, Santa Mads. He's he just he's wearing a Santa hat. He puts the gift down. He's just... he's got a little gift. The gift is uh, the the Kojima Productions Ludens figure, mm-hmm. and he attaches it to BB's uh, casing mm-hmm. thing, um, which then come becomes important later in the game because that's the BB you have that also has that that charm on it. Um, but yeah, Johnny the, loves it. the The fact that that like the baby kind of opens its eyes. And it's all all these scenes are in first person from the baby's right. perspective. So he opens his eyes, and there's Mads Mikkelsen wearing a Santa hat. You're like, oh well, shit, it's Christmas Mads. It's um, good. Santa Mads, best Mads. Right on. Moving forward into the best expansion of 2019. Johnny like, has his hand raised. I'd like to make an argument. Yeah. Okay. Right. Go ahead and list them out, and then I'll I'll say my piece. I, I would say these aren't the best. These are the ones that we kind of experienced okay so we've, we've got destiny 2 shadow keep uh-huh monster hunter world iceborne okay super mario maker 2 <laughs> and uh anthem cataclysm joke yeah oh cataclysm huh did any of us play cataclysm yep what mm-hmm. <laughs> this doesn't belong in this cool. list <laughs> um can i can i just say uh iceborne should have been the thing I spent yeah. my fall playing. I thought you said you played like 30 hours no, of it. No, you played... I played a good chunk of Ice. You did not play 30 hours of that game. I think I did. No, you did not. I played a lot without you. Anyway, What's the new? one I spent the most time playing <laughs> and probably had the most fun with because I was playing with friends and got me to get back into a game that I had not played in two years. Yeah, and you're back into it deep, right? You've been playing it every week. I haven't been. I want to be. Well, between all the 30 hours of Monster Hunter, how oh, do you yeah. have time? <laughs> when do you have time? <laughs> I played right. that before. <laughs> yeah. um, I think we, we've joked about... Yeah, Shadow we, Keep. For totally. me. It's, uh, we joked about Mario Maker 2. Like It really didn't have a lot of content that I came out. I was looking forward to Iceborne for a year. Yeah. Not to say that it was bad. It yeah. was just not the one that I spent the most time with sure. overall. 
Uh, I think Link in Super Mario Maker 2 was really cool. It just happened recently, though, and yeah. we haven't played it, so we don't really Monster know. Monster Hunter World Iceborne, <coughs> it's not going to win here, but I just want to say it's very well it's done. Very it sounds like it's a great expansion. It's a great expansion. Yep. sounds like it's a hard. It's, it's really difficult. Very hard. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why we're not playing it as much, because it requires... you guys are bad at games? We're yep. bad at games, but it, it just needs to be played with other people. Okay. Where, like, most of Modern Hunt, Monster Hunter in the early parts, I could go and solo some of it. Or, yeah, like, or even shoot a flare and... This yeah. one's much different. You yeah. gotta have a full-on fucking strategy. So, again, we we don't play a lot of these ongoing games, games with right. expansions, so um, I there's not a ton of stuff to pick here. I think Shadowkeep kind of wins by default because that's the game that we just play a lot of. Yeah. H- how do we feel about Season of Dawn? I know it's very recent. I, see, I, I Johnny hasn't played it. It's driving me crazy. I haven't been able to play Destiny. Um, it's good. I think it's good. I think there's it's a lot good. of cool stuff in it. Shadowkeep, it's tough because Shadowkeep and the Season of the Undying kind of are tied together. Right. Uh, so uh, Shadowkeep wins, for yeah. sure. Shadowkeep's yeah. our, our best expansion, but I think Destiny is doing a pretty solid job when it comes to that. Speaking of ongoing games and doing a good job, our best ongoing game that we actually play. So this, this I think, is an important distinction. Again, we don't play all the games here. We can't talk about... Dota, which sure. you know keeps getting Dot, patches yeah. and people or are playing Siege. a lot of that, or Hearthstone when yeah. people aren't getting banned from it. Um, so I think to be ongoing means to actually have fresh content added somewhat regularly. This is where I'd say Iceborne probably doesn't count because that was like one thing. They don't they, do they do they do add some. They content. have seasonal events, but it's mm-hmm. not like a, a battle pass or anything. Yeah, it's more it's like, like hey, you can here's get Witcher or here, here's yeah, like here's a spring like event. reuse whatever the fuck. Yeah, you can get his headband or something. Sure, uh, it probably belongs in here, but I I don't think it's enough when some you talk about some of these other ones. Um, anyway. I, I think there's also um, a, a bit to like community support in here as well, where um, yeah, like whether whether it's the community that's helping to keep this game going, or the communication, or whether from it them. is the communication from yeah. the developer that is that's a huge part of these games staying involved. Yeah, so like a game like Super Mario Maker Two, I would say doesn't have the best expansion for sure because it doesn't hasn't really expanded much at all. I don't think people have stuck with it as much though either not not as much i would say yeah. but i think that is that game is is built on the people who are still playing yeah it's still, um, i mean i think it's still doing just fine i'd put a game like dreams on here but dreams still technically isn't out yet that's february of next year mm-hmm. um the the uh, let's go through the list we have destiny 2 fire emblem heroes dauntless super mario maker 2 and pokemon go so we've, think- al- we've already cut super mario maker 2 i'm cutting fire emblem because fuck fire emblem heroes yeah but they put out a lot of stuff they do. They continue to put out a ton of shit. I mean, like if you look at like some, ongoing, some incredibly cool shit, but uh, some garbage. It's, it's still a money sink. Uh, I might actually consider Fire Emblem Three Houses here because it has been getting some yeah, DLCs. I, would call it. I don't think they've been very yeah. good on the most part. Uh, they did the the last one with uh, Yuritsa and Anna. They're actually two new playable characters, and then next year I think we're getting four more playable yeah. characters. Uh, that stuff is kind of cool. But I yeah, I want to take Dauntless off here, not because okay. they haven't been supporting it. They've actually done a really good job, but it's just so new. Yeah, that like, I, and it's not something that we've experienced much. You are of the three of us. You are the and, only Dauntless yeah. player. And I've played like I've done, uh, I think two of their battle passes on it. Um, it's a game that I I could I could see us playing. I really I really could see us, us playing that game. It's it's accessible enough. I think some of the core mechanics from Monster Hunter that you and I like a lot, Johnny, are present here. Mm-hmm. Having on the Switch now, it's a game that you could just be kicking back on the couch and playing as well. Um, it's it's pretty cool, and it's free to play. So like, there's a very low entry to get into that. So here's here's my question: 
if Pokemon or Pokemon Go doesn't win this category, because if it doesn't, I think this whole category should just be cut because we just gave an award to Destiny 2 and we don't need to give another award to Destiny 2. I will say that Pokemon this past year, they've entered, I mean, they've every year they introduce new, new We've Pokemon. We've gotten one new generation of Pokemon every year. Not all of them, but, but some. Their community from that days have really improved. We're currently in a community day. If they've we all added, want to go outside in the snow and catch some mudkips, that's yeah. available for us. They've yes. added. Uh, battles, which are okay, but it's still something uh, they added. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Excuse me. The Team Rocket stuff that they added was for sure. That was cool. Okay. They've added um, more trade benefits to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've added new evolution stuff to it. Like, there's this game is getting a lot of support, and it's not slowing down at all going mm-hmm. into the next year. I would say that for me, there has been a game that I've played every day. Yeah, I, I've and played. I, I've played. I play very infrequently, but if you two feel strongly about it, then that's that's fine. I I still probably load up Pokemon Go every day. So I, for I me, I think that's a good good point. I think that like ongoing, it's a game that like even if I play it for like ten to fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. if that. And some days it's like, hey, spin your stop, catch your Pokemon, make a trade or something. I'll do that. Yeah. And go from there, but I would say Destiny Two or Pokemon, but Pokemon Go probably wins. Uh, yeah, I think they're I think they're close. I think I probably have more fun playing Destiny Two, but in terms of an ongoing game that I really do play pretty much every day, Pokemon Go's Pokemon Go's good. All right, I will give it to Pokemon Go. Congratulations for our best ongoing game that we actually play. Chase. Yep. It's the best category time. Best category. The Weeaboo Checklist Game. Mm-hmm. So, Chase, you are the resident... <coughs> sponsored. Oh, sponsored by Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. Thank you Coming much. out what day? January 17th? 20th? You already have it pre-ordered? Do you have it pre-ordered? I have it pre-ordered. I, I have it pre-loaded. Yet. I think it's ready to go. It just needs to unlock. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting so, to see if I get some Switch credit for Christmas. That's fair. So, Chase, you are the resident anime aficionado. Sure. You are somewhat reluctantly, other times absolutely. I am his totally, study. Yeah, uh-huh. and I am just over here. I'm, I think it's neat, um, but no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you bring a very different perspective every week mm-hmm. to the different things that we talk about. And Siri agrees. Siri agrees. Um, and I, I, look, I really appreciate that. I, I love that that you add a challenge and a different a, a different lens on things. A lot of these games would absolutely not be touched by Johnny or I. And some of these games are not good. So <laughs> I'll put that out there. <laughs> I'm going to run down the list for you. Okay. And I'm going to have Well, you... I think we should also mention like what actually a Weeaboo game means and what the what criteria of this category is. So definitely Japanese in mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's maybe maybe a little uh fan servicey, I yeah. would say. Um or or something that I think it, it can be fan servicey. It can be more of just anime adjacent. Yep. Um, style like has some style to sure. it. All, we have a category about style that that does not necessarily mean these games, but I think a lot of games that are in this category have a lot of style to them. So it's kind of where we're going. It's it is kind of a murky category though, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Read off the names, Bob. All right. So we've got Super Robot Wars T. Mm, great game. Pantsu Hunter. Not a game. Not a great game. Dead or Alive 6. Lapis X Labyrinth. River City Girls. Damon. 
Is that right? That one's fine. Ex Machina? No, Machina. that's not right. Machina. <laughs> there you go. What am, I, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield? Ex Machina is that's, a movie. That's what I'm thinking of. Why are you pronouncing it incorrectly know. then? Because it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't. It's very uh, true. <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses. You said Pokemon? I did. Okay. I said it right, I think. Um, Catherine, full body, and then kill a kill if. It's good. You said it right. Not um, bad. Who's okay. the understudy now? <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of these we can cut right away. Uh, I didn't pl- did not play Kill a Kill if. Uh, I don't even watch the Kill a Kill anime, but that is, I think that game is very anime. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I would also cut River City Girls, which I think looks awesome. I just haven't played it. Uh, but that's like a Pokemon. Cool. Uh, Pokemon is. I think it's is more that too mainstream to be. Weird? I yes, think it is. I think it's more that the fans themselves are thirsty for Pokemon. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of fan art and, and things around Pokemon. Now. Huh? There is curry cooking now. Sure. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would probably cut Sword and Shield because the game itself is not for the Weeaboos, even if the Weeaboos do. Gather you, around it. Could you use the I've same seen I've seen some emblem? Sonya and Marnie art that is very, very something. Which one's Sonya? She's the professor who always twirls her hair mm-hmm. with the orange hair. Uh, I thought I saw something. Can't tell before. if she's showing midriff or is just like has a the, cream uh, belt on. But... The ice gem woman. Uh, so I played Sword, so I didn't get her. But yes, you're right. Uh, like the a lot of people are saying, uh, a lot of people are using the uh, the M uh, acronym. Uh, with her, the what? M I L F. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yep. yeah. Um, yes. Although I mean, Nessa from the from the water gym, yeah. and um, uh, B from the fighting gym, also. A lot, of, a lot of rule thirty four happening uh, on this game. A lot of. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure there would be. God. I have not I have not partaken, so I could not tell you. Um, <laughs> but yes, Pokemon can be cut. Uh, Fire Emblem, also, probably for the same reason, can be cut. Um, has a lot of anime in it. A lot of anime. A lot of anime-ass anime. A lot of very good characters and very good character designs. Also, probably a lot of Rule 34 in there if you're gonna, if you're gonna look. I would not, I would not know. I would not know. Speaking of Rule 34. (sighs) Yeah, this game actually (laughs) probably puts the Rule 34 in the game. Catherine. Catherine Full Body. Full Body, comma, Rule 34. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't play Catherine Full Body. I played the original Catherine, Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. You played Half Body. Uh, sure. No. Um, <laughs> so. Um, so I don't. I don't know anything about Rin, who is the. Uh, so for those who don't know anything about Catherine, there's Catherine with a K, who is your longtime girlfriend in the game. Yeah. There's Catherine with a C, who's the blonde one, who's yeah. uh, like trying to seduce you. Seduce you, yeah. Uh, so you can to the dark side. Yes. Yes. Literally, yes. Okay. Uh, she's like the daughter of the devil. <laughs> Literally okay. in that game. Um, spoilers, I guess, for a third of, <laughs> of Catherine. Uh, and then I don't know anything about Rin other than I think she's transgender from what we've huh. kind of been told. They've, they've made a lot of very poor jokes about that oh, because good. Japan and transgender stuff is not the best not the mix. Best. Yeah. Uh, they're not the most sensitive about those kinds of uh, topics. Um, but yes, I think this game is, if I had played it, probably would be a winner, but I did not play it, so I would cut it. Uh, I'm also going to cut Dead or Alive 6. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely got the fan service in there. It's just not as, I'm, I was going to say it's not as fan servicey as when Itagaki was running it, but it actually might even be a little worse. 
with all the costume bullshit they put in How many bikinis can you purchase? You can purchase a lot of bikinis. Lot I have of, not, but a lot you of can purchase a ton of bikinis. Like, they're expensive, too. That's ridiculous. Uh, Lap Six Labyrinth is like a, a just feast for the eyes of all the crazy stuff that's going on, but I don't know if I'd call it Weeaboo specifically, so I guess I'm going to cut that one, too. Uh, Damon X Machina, again, same kind of same thing with Lapis X, Lapis X Labyrinth, where it's just visually incredible, but there isn't any... Like, it's like a mech anime for sure, but it's just right. not anime enough, you know? Yeah. And now we come down to the two. Super Robot Wars T, which is which is literally you know where my vote all of your anime put in together. Uh, and then we have Pantsu Hunter, Get which is a game no. that I have not discussed on this podcast out of respect <laughs> for the podcast process. Please let's not. <laughs> Bobby, we have done a quick look on Pantsu Hunter colon Back to the 90s, which is a game that you recommended to me. Not knowing what a Pantsu <laughs> Hunter was. Yeah, you didn't know what Pantsu meant. Which no. How could you make a... Rec- what? I, I know. Pantsu is underwear, uh, mm-hmm. as most of us know, except for Bobby, I just Bobby, saw the apparently. picture, and I was like, Chase might like this. Cute cute anime lady in a bikini <laughs> says, Pantsu Hunter, sure, Chase might like this. Yeah, good I was job. like, hey, Chase, this is on the Switch. It looks like something you might like. And I, I said, didn't know Chase, what... I, found, I heard this website called uh, Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> now... <clears throat> I don't know what it's got, but so you might be into it. Despite knowing the name and knowing the issues that would probably come with a name like uh-huh. that, this game has incredible style in that it really does look like a 90s anime. Okay. It's, it's, it's amazing how much it looks like a 90s anime. It's, a, it's kind of a visual novel where there's not a ton of animation or anything like that, mm-hmm. so they can just do these stills, but the stills, they've got that like, little bit of graininess that you'd get from a 90s anime. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. The music, also pretty darn solid. Then you play the game, and it's kind of just this choose-your-own-adventure story where you die a lot or you lose a lot mm-hmm. in different senses. Um, but, but yes, the, the whole idea is that you're basically going to a, a woman's apartment or home, uh, finding an excuse to be alone, and mm-hmm. trying to find and steal her panties. Jesus Christ. Because the main character thinks that you can learn a lot about a girl from her panties. Um, and, and then he's like trying to find his perfect mate. And so instead of just talking to a woman or getting along with a woman and maybe going out with her, he's got to find a way to get alone so he can steal her so panties so he can know for su- sure. Su- super robots, At what point huh? do you start killing these women? <laughs> so I only played the first, I think there's like four different settings that you can go to. Mm-hmm. And I only played the first one. Uh, I played it a lot because, again, it is a lot of... I didn't play it a lot like, oh, I need to play this game a lot. I played it a lot as in, oh, I died again. I made the bad choice. I died again. I made the bad choice. She caught me and threw me out. I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you finally get to the end. You're like, Jesus Christ. It's kind of cool that there are lots of different uh, ways to succeed or fail. Right. And they do keep track of all of them. So there is something of like this, you can, you can go through the list and see all the ways that you failed or succeeded. I I still say no. I mean, if we're we're talking about what a weeaboo ass game is, it's It's, Pantsu Hunter. You're right. Super Robot Wars T is a a bad game that I love, but it's a game that is, Pantsu Hunter wins. wins. Like Pantsu Hunter has to win. 
All right. Well, I think after that discussion, I need a break. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. So we're going to take a quick break, guys, and then we'll be right back uh, to bring you the the rest of our list here for the deliberations. Yeah, Bobby and Johnny need to play some Pantsuit Hunter. All right. We'll be back. BRB. BRB. 